in a world where Toku fans are easy and the wrong figure arts are released for retail. Three man children stand not quite shoulder to shoulder, with their trusty spray can at their side, united across timelines and space against the concealed, grimdark, 90s inspired hordes. Shuku and Shinobi, Dawson Rider, Jedi Maw, Aerosol. Their mission to bring you the latest Toku news in the craziest way possible. Riders, Rangers, and Rambles Season 4. If you don't listen to this show, you don't know anything about Tokusatsu. Hello, welcome to our Season 4, Episode 9. Green Hippopolonymous dies. Spoiler <laughs> That's all we got. I had short notice. They're like, we're recording today. I'm like, Wizard's not out. I don't have a title. Um, something else. Joke. <laughs> Extra large penis. Thing. I don't know what that <laughs> has to do with it. Katie's waiting for me. Katie can keep waiting because I ain't ready. What are you doing at that island? Catching bugs. Fighting the smoke monster? Yes. Jacob. Where are I, the others? I catch bugs, go home, and make 300,000 bells. That's how it works. You catch bugs. You have a bug. There's another one. Damn it. Look what you're making me do. You're, you're the one that went stag. You should have gone with me and Katie. <laughs> I don't want to be the third wheel on your bullshit shenanigans. <laughs> Well, this podcast evolved quickly. <laughs> so how about them one-ups? Right, uh, you're the first one to go. <laughs> no one else was segueing. I had to. Uh, some nationals the That's my segue. last weekend. Um, and I actually did well for once. Last and he time, does mean for once because he never does well. Last, I made top cut. Two, three years ago, two years ago, I think. But uh, but that yeah. was that that was then. This is now, Brian. That doesn't count now. But uh, so I went six three overall with Snorlax. Snorlax. But uh, my opponents all did awful. So my resistance was basically in the shitter. So I missed top cut by a lot. But at least you beat Matt. Damn it, Chinchilla's been whacking me in the face. <laughs> Uh, so as with most Pokemon tournaments, I come home and I'm on this huge Pokemon kick. So, uh, which is why you're playing Animal Crossing. Absolutely. <laughs> Without me and Katie, can so, I go to the um, club? The club. Yeah, I was man. with uh, Jeff, Vince, and then we met up with all of our other friends there. So that was fun times. Went five. 5-3 in the Professor Cup, which didn't make top cut in that either. But And my packs I got all sucked from that too, so that was kind of a lose-lose everywhere in that tournament. But, uh, but lots of fun. It's always fun, so that's what counts. I bought a lot of shit. I got a Scraggy, an additional Scraggy. scraggy. I've now got four plush Scraggies, five if you count the plush keychain I bought there as a plush. That's got to be the world's biggest Scraggy collection, Brian. I've got five. I need to figure out how many more there are. Beat that world. Five. Just go on Yahoo Japan auctions and type in Scraggy's Japanese name and see what happens. But, um... Bought a Scrafty playmat. So now I can battle Pokemon on Scrafty's face. Uh... I'm going to do things on Scrafty's face. Okay. 
I forgot what else I got. I bought shit, though. Um, bought lots of cards I needed for my set, obviously. So that was... Obviously. Well, that's the point. Like, I go there, basically finish off my sets by buying singles. Uh, well, you said you were going stag, so... Yep. And so I got home, and then my Amiami box arrived on Friday. So when I got home on Monday, I opened that. Um, like Dawson, the most exciting things in the box were Blastoise and LBXs, but I also had Metal Gurumon because I didn't forget about it. God damn it! And Metal every, Gurumon is really cool. Every time I forget about it. Uh, so, like, the D-Arts and the LBX were, like, the winners of that box. Uh, Boompaki is really cool. Uh, probably my favorite of the four, like, limb dinosaurs that were released. Just because the flail is really fun to swing around. Uh, Ryan likes hitting people with it. Yeah. Why do you keep saying YOLO after you hit me with that? <laughs> so I, I pretty much opened everything in that box before Dragon Ranger because... Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. But he's a good figure, though. He's a really good figure, actually. So that's always good, I guess. But yeah, Blastoise is neat. He can't stand for shit, but... He's really neat. Anyway, that's enough, I guess. Have you built any of your kits yet? Nope. Oh. What about your cats? You know, Kit Kat? <laughs> I <laughs> get it. I was just <laughs> refusing to acknowledge the joke. That's been happening a lot lately, and it's very upsetting. <laughs> well, get better jokes. Oh. That's my best reply. No. I should tell you where my game's at. <laughs> <laughs> my turn. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay, well, you didn't say anything. I said, I guess that's enough. Well, you never know. You're going to probably remember stuff during our one-ups. Watch. Absolutely. Okay. And you're a whore. Let's see, that's related. Um, what have I been doing? Well, I got my Ami Bami Bami box. Ami Ami box, too. So that stuff's all opened. I have not built any of my kits or cat yet. I'm trying to get Cat to one of the towns, but it's not working. Her name's Caddy. Um... And this sounds like a golf caddy. Anyway, um, I finally finished up The Office. So that was a really good finale, and uh, I really enjoyed watching that. And I caught up on Parks and Rec completely and caught up on Community. So now I had to assemble like a ragtag team of new shows to watch. So uh, that's been fun. Um, what else? What new shows? Um, wow. I have a list. What I'm watching right now is New Girl. And then I have, um, what's the other one? That one you show up, that, what's it called? Raising Hope. I almost called it Homeward yeah. Bounce for some reason. <laughs> and then <laughs> Arrested that, That's a very different kind of show. Yeah. So uh, New Girl, Raising Hope, and Arrested Development are on the, the sitcom list. So um, that's, that's the B team. Uh, New Girl's actually been surprisingly funny. I'm kind of enjoying it. Um, but I think that's about it. So I'll just playing Animal Crossing still. I just uh, threw down some hot dance moves at Aerosol's Dance Club. It was pretty exciting. Ask that guy, the monster. What's his name, Skank? Shrunk. <laughs> what did you say? His name is Dr. Shrunk. He's the Oh, Shrunk. <laughs> uh, Dr. Skank. Skank? Well, no, I knew it started with an S and it was funny. I didn't even know he was a doctor. I wonder why he decided to open up a club. And then I just heard my Darth Vader theme play at my club, so it was pretty exciting. Meanwhile, Brian won't get off the island and stop bickering with the others. 
can make room for a small child to go into his town. I wanted to unleash the child in aerosol's grass, but no. Can't all have our dreams. Release the Kraken. I don't even have dreams anymore. Okay. I'm done. I banged your mom. <laughs> so, it is related. Um, Nine more so bugs, yeah. and then I can open up my gates. Right. Katie's waiting. So I'm here. That's the thing. Uh, it's like the news. Kevin's here. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, I had things chase. going on that prevented me from being here last week. Um, you got an argument with Carmen. I've, I've got stuff. I got what? I don't remember if one of my boxes came, but all my boxes are here. I need, it. I need to get shipping from Oki for June stuff so I can pay him for that, but... We're going to see how that goes if I wait till July, at the end of July to pay him or whatever. But I've been trying to record everything. I recorded four more reviews today. I've got 19 left to do. So, you know, that's that's fun. Uh, it's like a never-ending stack. Welcome oh, to my life. Like, like, I feel like every time, like, I feel like I review things, like, I, I view four more things, and it's like, it doesn't look any smaller. The, the the giant mound of shit to do just looks like well it's the same mound of shit it's like but I did stuff. Welcome to my life. <laughs> but uh, butter, butter. Uh, sorry, I sound like butter. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, it's it's almost time to move into my house, so that's that's good. Are you moving out of the tent? Tom Nook's finally got it up. Come on, come on! It's an Animal Crossing joke. Yeah, so at but... least give me that one. I don't, I don't own that game. I'm like the one person on Twitter, my Twitter feed, that doesn't fucking own that game. Get with it. Your street's behind. No, I will hold out. I am not going to become a zombie to the boring fun. I refuse. I refuse to lose. I've never had this much boring fun in my life. <laughs> it's a blast. It's a blast to blast. You get to uh, be a mayor. Or in my case, a dictator. <laughs> or in Matt's case, um, part of the ghetto. <laughs> Matt is very ghetto. I don't know what happens in Kentucky when you play Animal Crossing, but you become very ghetto. He gets a black scent and everything. Um, but, yeah, um, your mom likes it like that. So, I've been playing a little bit of Common uh, Rider uh, Bad Tried War. That's fun. Uh, it, it's it's really awesome when you watch a wizard just like pound the shit out of a bunch of dudes with the big ring, just <laughs> smash his hand on the ground. <laughs> that sounded awful in hindsight, and now I say why well, they're giggling like school children. <laughs> uh, but I'll smash you with the big ring. <laughs> yeah, it's also fun to just beat the hell out of Eternal and Skull. Skull just stood there and took it. Like, I didn't understand what was happening. Like, he only did, like, four attacks the entire fight. I'm like, really? You're just going to let me beat the hell out of you? Yeah, the AI in that game is really butt-fucking-stupid. Like, because Axel put up a fight and so did Eternal. Did you say butt-fucking-stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I had to rewind the tape. I'm like, he said that. Yeah, but they're, they're just like... I was mother. raised with that being a vocabulary term. Well, he told everyone to go piss on a rock earlier. <laughs> That's true. 
What does that even mean? I don't know what it means literally, but I, what does not, that even... I'm not like, sure. <laughs> it's clearly... Apparently, it's not that pleasant. I guess you get a lot of splashback? I don't know. <laughs> is, it, is it like pissing in a janitor's bucket? Like, what... It, it was just what my mind... Because that's apparently a thing, too. It's what my mind just said, and I've just decided to tweet it. Hey, as if that was a good idea. <laughs> but, um... What was that? What were we talking about? Penises? Th- things? Pissing on rocks. Pissing on rocks. So, um, yeah, like, Skull just kind of stood there. I mean, eventually he did his, like, crystal skull attack and shit, but, like, he stood there until he was almost dead. Just let me beat the hell out of him. I'm like, well, Sokishi, that's pretty sweet of you to just let me kill you. Uh, make this game easy for me. But it was really weird. Uh,. But I, I, I'm enjoying it. It's it's fun. I need to get more people besides Wizard, but I only get to play the PS3 when I'm at my girlfriend's house. So until it gets into my house, then I can play more. Um, but um, what else have I been doing? I don't think I've been doing much else. I went to Spick with me too. That was a thing. That was fun. Small children love that. Wearing their minion shirt and being all adorable. I tried to win a minion from a claw machine today and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> He's just saying things in the most depressed way. <laughs> like, I'm over here feeling bad because you're like, tried to win a minion in the claw machine today. <laughs> you sound like the world's like, worst dictator. Like, well, I tried to get minions today, but it didn't work. Guess I'll, I'll guess I'll give up, guys. It's because I'm clinically depressed. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I was in Walmart last night, and I saw Monsters University things, and I really I saw one of like uh like something the figure for like Nathan Fillion's character, and I really thought about like taking a picture with it to talk to him just to get him to reply, not because I really want to talk to him as cool as he is, but just to depress Matt. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> be- you should talk to me, because my name's Matt. It's a cool name, right? Write me about like, it. <laughs> like, because Matt is constantly trying to get this man to talk to him. And I feel like I should do something to get him to talk to me, just just because he won't talk to Matt. <laughs> just, and as much as I like Matt, but just to make him feel bad about himself, because I'm that kind of a friend. But, uh... And then uh, I think that that's all I really got. I got nothing else at the moment because I might just run away and kill Dawson later. Um, no, it's time where Aerosol talks. Yeah, I cut him off. Cow, he gets really mad at me. Unfortunately, I I, I really don't have anything. Um, so how can the, I cut you off? The package that I ordered uh, Monday. Uh, they decide not to ship it until Friday because you ordered a of package. the uh, because of the holidays. So, what was supposed to be here within three days is not here yet. Fuck holidays. Yeah. Yep. Aside from that, uh, this past weekend, Brian and I were in the same city twice, <laughs> and were, still were haven't you in seen Indy? each other. I was in Indianapolis. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. I went. I went there on uh, on Saturday. He went there to murder some people. I went there to monkey. Were you anywhere remotely near the convention center? I have no clue. That was the first time I'd ever been there. 
so I, I didn't really know my way around. I know downtown Indy better than I know Detroit, which is pretty pathetic considering I don't live too far away from Detroit. Uh. But <laughs> that's what happens when you go there every year. The yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I've I, I, like now I'm had... disappointed. <laughs> well, yeah, I was in I was in Indianapolis, and then you were in Chicago at one point. I know that. Yeah, I was in Chicago on Sunday slash Monday. We were so close. (laughs) Um, Aside from that, I've I've kind of had Ultraman on the on the brain because uh, Brian and I were talking about it last night. So today I decided to rewatch the Ultra Galaxy movie, which I still like. I, I can point out a lot more flaws now, but uh, it it's um it's a few years old, so I, I don't I'm not really holding them against it. But I, I I can kind of appreciate a little more knowing a little bit more about Ultraman now. So um, I'm hoping someone subs Ginga, and I have uh, I have the other. Ultraman Zero movies lined up to to watch. I'm so awesome. I'm sure you are. God damn it! Retail closes at two. Now I just got all these fucking bugs. That's what happens, Brian, when you make Katie wait. Yep. Brian is such a little bitch. I don't know if anyone knows that or not about him, but Brian is a ginormous bitch. I feel like Aerosol doesn't want to meet me. Well, what? I mean... Because you just sell your bugs at retail? Why are you just saying depressing things? <laughs> to be we're, fair, we really didn't want to meet you, but we, we had to. We in the to. same city twice. I mean, you saw how excited Not Dawson was to meet you. Not once did we say hello. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we didn't know we were in the same city while it was going on. Should have been able to sense it. Except that second time where you, where you were like, uh, oh shit, I'm in Aerosol's territory. <laughs> territory, captured. I just, fig- I, capture I just figured it was common knowledge that I was in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the whole world I, knows. I, I had honestly forgotten that that was where you were going. I mean, I, I, I knew you were going away going this, this past weekend. It's in Indianapolis. It's been I, for, I forgot. In there, for, it's been there for as long as I've known him. And that's been apparently fun. it's always going to be there, and like, I don't know why. I haven't been talking to Brian as long as you have. Yeah, because we're better friends. Okay, let's compare <laughs> Facebook likes. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> we did that already. You lost. That's You're just true. upset because you lost. You don't have as many common likes as me and Brian. You like too many restaurants. <laughs> that, that was when. That was when. Kevin purposely liked certain things so that he would have a higher <laughs> just, like just what I saw uh, Brian likes this, I'm going to like it too there we go, we're better friends now Dawson bam and then Dawson, Dawson my stupid beat. gates are open, come deliver your stupid cat bitch and get the fuck out yes. <laughs> you sound like a whore <laughs> well that sounds like a welcome greeting if I've ever heard one follow me cat bitch we're going to a welcome <laughs> place don't worry about the grass don't pee on it though, your cat <laughs> Let's go. Oh, God. I'm, I sure forgot there's some sort of, I'm sure there's some sort of news we could be talking about right about now. 
we could be talking about your mother. Yep, that's news. Kevin gets to describe toys that we already know about to us. <laughs> wait, wait, what? If it's a necessary thing. I mean toys that we already know about. How would you not know about them? What? I'm so confused. What do you Well, you're going to be reading all about the toys and describing the toys that we know about already. Instead of just going writing and talking about them. It's like the summaries of the news. Oh, whatever. I don't understand. But I'm going to do what I think to do because I'm sexy. So, okay. I'm going to wait got, for Dawson. We got uh, scans um, because the magazine is not in front of us. Of it's not even a magazine. It's a toy catalog. Exactly. And it's not even in front of us. And that's why they're scans. Uh, How's that third beetle? Wait, that's the wrong person. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, well, that's right, because I don't make these kinds of errors, because I'm not retarded. Um, <laughs> I also don't piss off people who are going to come assassinate me like they, like they, Dawson, we should avoid anything related to Ford. Like Ford Theater, that's probably a good place to avoid. <laughs> um, we got a Ford Museum a, over here, don't go there. Yeah, being in a convertible Ford, maybe going through Texas, that's probably a bad thing too. Oh shit, I live in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're coming straight for you, uh, thinking that somehow you're yeah. up. <laughs> so we got the final Cure Uger toy scans, that's a thing, and it features, that's right, Brogigus and Cure U Silver. What's up, Brog? Um, so that's cool. The first page uh, shows us Brogigus in his two forms, big giant Brachiosaurus mode. Um, it actually is called that. You can read the Japanese. It's written out, Bigu Brachiosaurus Modo. That's what it says. That's what I read. Um, and it's um, robot form, Gigant Bragio. Or something Brian would name it. Uh, <laughs> Bragio. Oh, my God. That's right. Uh, it stands. Look at, at you. Shut oh, up. Oh, man. What? what? I he's wish I could see this. He's wearing a wig. Take a picture. Wait, wait. Stop moving. It, Damn it, <laughs> your mother. It stands at at what is that? Thirty-two Half. centimeters in height. So that's what, like, about a foot. Uh, and then when it's in big giant brachiosaurus Go mode, it's it's like fifty-two centimeter, fifty-two and a half centimeters long. That's pretty big. Um, obviously, this is our big mecca for the for the year. Um, does it and have it, a price? I don't think it does. No, it says we haven't determined how much this bastard's going to cost you yet. Um, his judenshi fits into his mouth. Um, it also contains space. Oh my god! To, will you shut the fuck up? Sorry. Can fit all thirteen of the guardian batteries. Now let's let's think about that, right? So we've got Dino Thank Chaser, gosh. Dino Scrander, Kentro Spiker, Stemero, Alomaris, <laughs> Bionsmo, Overrapu. Igaranodon, Tuperanda, Grumanite, Arcanalon, and Futabine, and Pukapator, all gonna fit inside this bastard. Uh, to perform what it calls a Giga Gaburin show. Uh, this functionality is reflected in his design as golden motifs of all 13 gardens can be found on its body. So, for example, if you look at the the robot form, you can see, like, the top, uh, the, what would be the right shoulder, uh, has Kentro's Spiker uh, oh, thing on it. On. Uh, the Styracosaurus head arrow is on his left shoulder. Uh, the um, Grumanite is on his head. 
I see Tuparanda on the left arm, Arcanalon on the right arm. So that all they're all all over him. It's pretty cool looking. Um, that's what the pictures are showing. The pictures are showing you know you use all these batteries in this bastard. Now he can uh, trans. He can combine with Zaktor, with Parasagan, and with Kyojin all at the same time to uh, make uh, Gigant Kyojin. Right, so he comes out in October, and the next page is showing all of that. Now, on the first page, you can see it, and you can see the giant blast. Uh, Plasson and Terra Gordon are also there because, you know, they have to be. Um, and actually, you can also see Boonpaki, and I guess Anki down on the other side, just blasting beams of light out of their mouth. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Your volume now. I'm coming. <laughs> so, uh, the next page shows all of the toys and all of the different combinations you can make with the toys, including Toba Spino and Spino Dio, <laughs> and ending with Gigant Bragi O. Or Gigant uh, Kyoryujin. I mean. no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it says the finisher looks to be heralded with a cry of, Hear our roar. Gaburincho with Gigant Atsumarincho, which being a combination of Atsumare, which is to group together, and Gaburincho. Um, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, the next page shows us our good first look at Kyoyu Silver, and it's not even a drawing, it's the actual fucking suit. He uses the Gigant <laughs> It's purpley, blue, and red, just like Torin. <laughs> And works with all Judenji. It comes with the Bragigas battery and as well. Or carry silver is torn. Yes. Um, so it's got idea. it's got the yellow teeth of a present day ranger, but it's also got some gold um, and stuff. So that's that's the thing. Then there are two a new Judenji sets. The first is the Judenji de Carnival set, which comes with the number V victory. Now, if you notice, that has uh, the little pictures from the battery of uh, the first. Judenshi 1 through 5, or Juden Ryu 1 through 5. Um, then there's the number X, Maximum Judenshi, which has 6 through 10 on it. Um, one's, first one's silver, the second one's gold color. Uh, they both have some sort of functionari- functionality in the Gabuteria de Carnival. When you use just one, you get Amigo, everybody lets Atsumarincho. When you use both, you get Amigo, very, very... Um, very, very exercise. Wait, no, that's not right. Very, very Atsumaricho. Um, the second is the Judenshi set DX because they wanted something for, for Zero on to buy. Um, it has all hide behind you. regular Judenshi as well as Carnival, Victory, and Maximum. They all have new metallic stickers um, if that's you know what you're into. Then we finally have the DX Shoryujin Black version because Dawson needs another one of those. And it's basically Black versions of Gabutira, Drysera, and Stagochi with um, black batteries for the three as well as a special Super Sentai <laughs> battery uh, that has uh, the Kyuger logo on it, and then it has uh, the three Dino Reds, Abba Red, um, Jason, and Kyuger Red. Um so all that stuff, the the, the Giga Gabu revolver, um, and the uh, Black Kyoyujin, the DX set are all October. The Judenshi Day Carnival set comes out in October. 
So, um, so that's cool. It's really mixing it up. Do <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> Sorry. I was in the middle of nationals when these scans happen. I was, so I got like work in or between something. rounds, and I'm sitting here looking at the pictures and going, oh my god, it's so cool. Oh Rigigas no, I was still looking at my house. Regigas is just fantastic. Like, I was so worried because I'm like, oh, it's a big brachia, so we've done this like five billion times. We did it twice, but that's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a robot mode, and he's got all like the little dinosaur heads all over him for all the other. <laughs> it just it looks really cool. I like the fact that his color scheme in robot mode is the same as like the Dinobots from Generation One of Transformers. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> hell yeah, yeah, funny. Um, what's it called? Your mom. Uh, Gigant Cure Eugen. Uh, gonna have to see the toy. But it's neat. I like the fact that Zaktor basically becomes a giant weapon. But, um... I know, right? So that's cool. Um... I like the fact that they're making him buy the Gabu Revolver again. But it says Giga Gabarincho. Ooh. I, I like its color scheme, though. Um... The one Judenshu set, whatever. Uh, Black Kyrgyzian's cool. Mostly, I like the fact that they, like, embrace the whole three dinosaur Sentais and put an actual bannery of them. So that's neat. I like the, when you say the word bannery. Yeah, thank you. The The DX set is just kind of a big joke. Like, it's really obnoxious that you collect all these toys and then they're like, oh, here's a DX set with all metallic colors. And basically everything that you'd buy from all the toys. I'm like, okay, thanks. It's wonderful. Am I going to buy it? Probably. Curious Silver himself. Uh, I love it. I, I really like it. I think, I think they really fucked up on gray. Because gray and silver are just too close. I think he'll look a little shinier in the show. If you look at his pants, his pants look kind of shiny. Them, them hot pants. Um, I would have liked Gray to have been a little bit Damn. darker. I DJ's think, good. I also kind of would have liked if Silver had uh, Gold's double shoulder pad. Just because they kind of like... Make them a set? ...of each other a little bit. Because Gold's got the silver accents and like the teeth area, and then he's got the gold accents. Poor Dan. Yeah. So that that would have been cool. But I I don't really care. Just I I just I love all ten suits. Um, and I desperately want seven through ten to be vinyls now. Just saying, and I need figure arts of all ten like right now. Give it to me, Bandai. Do it. Like this basically cemented the fact that regardless of how Gaimu is, I can't buy his shit right away. Yeah, I'm probably I don't know. I'm probably not buying shit from him. I can't. I can't do it. Because I, I want all of this. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I I want this like very badly because... I want Brigigas. I want Black Kuryujin. I want... Oh my god. There's a lady owl up in the upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson doesn't know what the museum expansion is. 
Like, I knew you could get it upstairs, but I didn't know it came with a lady owl with like, balloons <laughs> on the back so of her head. She's been in all the yeah. Animal Crossings. I've never seen her well, before. not all of them. Okay, the ones I played. It's nice to meet you. Wild World. Nothing to be displayed. How dare you, Brian? To be fair, I never donate to my museums. I'm sexy. Because you're a bitch. There's a locker up here. I'm going to live here. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I've said my piece. Hut piece. You can buy stuff here? You can You can buy dudes here. Museum wall. Never mind. So I, I really don't have anything to say. Uh, Dawson's preoccupied, so do we want to just move on to whatever it is we have next? I'm assuming Pokemon. Where did we get there? Oh, oh, like the pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> the new Pokemon, not the show. <laughs> I was like, I thought we were doing that tomorrow. Did we skip a timeline already? Yes, Dawson, we skipped a timeline. Well, still in the news. Okay, well, you never know with the show. Hit it away again, Kevin. Oh, okay, I'm doing that. That's the thing. All right, well, let me stop what I'm doing. All right, so Coral Coral's out now, and we have a bunch of uh, new uh, Pokemon X and Y uh, info and Pokemon and all sorts of goodness for that game. Um, so what we have uh, is some new Pokemon, um, but also some big reveals. First of all, the types of our legendaries. Uh, Xerneas is going to be the fairy type, and Eveltal is going to be dark flying. Uh, Xerneas has an ability called Fairy Aura, while Eveltal has one called Dark Aura. Fairy Aura powers up fairy moves, while Dark Aura powers up dark moves. Uh, Xerneas has a special move called Geo Control, and Eveltal has one called Deathwing. That sounds awesome. Um, Pansham's Evolution... Those probably change that for the kids here, because there's no way parents will let you play a game with an attack called Deathwing. Uh, Pancham's Evolution is called Goronda, so we have to get an English name for that. Um, and Osh, all the new Pokemon have to get English names, which will be probably the next couple of days. Uh, it's the aggressive Pokemon. It's to a point where well, here's height and weight. No one cares about that. It has the ability Iron Fist. It is fighting dark, so if you remember those rumors we got from Pokebeach that said that that would be the case. Um, it has the move Hammer Arm and the new method of Evolution, which is also what those rumors said. So more of that stuff being correct uh some squids in the next picture uh called mica um <laughs> which it's the rotation pokemon and it's evolution caramanero the re- reversal i think yeah i think it's a type of reversal pokemon they're both dark psychic so that's a fun combination if i ever heard one um mica has a move called turnover which reverses stat changes it's a dark type move. Cara Monero has hypnosis. Uh, they both either have suction cups or contrary. I guess it's their ability. Um, and then the next picture has a pink bird called Shush Up. It's the fairy type. Uh, <laughs> it's the perfume Pokemon. It has the ability of healer. It knows the move aromatherapy. It, uh, along with Screlp, is exclusive to Y. Um, the next picture shows the Puffball. Um, this Puffball thing called Pafu. We need English names for all this crap because this is ridiculous. Um, it's also fairy type. Its ability is a, is a new one. What? 
I'm leaving. Oh, okay. Bye. Uh, it's a new ability called Sweet Pale, which prevents your uh, allies from falling asleep. Um, it's the cotton candy Pokemon uh, and has the new move Drain Kiss. It, along with Clauncher, are exclusive to po- Pokemon X. Um, let's see. Clauncher. Uh, that's it. Um, let's see. Honedge has the ability of No Guard, so that's a thing. Um, let's see. There's a new gym leader with robot arms called Shitteron. <laughs> While the other gym leader is called Zakuro, he's black. He's said to be good at sports, so those go together. There we go. Um, there's a professor shown called Pratanu. He occasionally battles you, so that's new. Um, the evil team is called uh, Team Flair, aka Team Saban Brands. Their purpose is solely to make money. Um, and then Kurokuro's offering specials during as any Velatol figures if you pre order the games and send in a form, because that's how things in Japan work. You send in a form for everything. Um, so yeah, some new Pokemon, some uh, some new news about older new Pokemon. Um, all things that are exciting. I'm looking forward to all of it because I l- want X and Y very desperately. Um, I cannot wait to have them. What do you ladies think? Um, Be- uh, no. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Energy. Well, I just no, wanted to say it. real quickly, being on this Pokemon kick, I'm really sad that these games aren't out yet. Because I want them oh, really it's bad. Not just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Pantrum's evolution is uh, fantastic. I think he's really awesome. Um, the the squids... Uh, the, the pre-evolution is adorable. I, I'm still hesitant about the the evolution, um, it basically just flips over on itself and grows a little bit. Uh, it's like that dark, monster from last week's Curiouger. Dark, psych- <laughs> uh, dark Psychic is kind of a weird matchup, but it is what it is. It seems like an evil matchup. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's something you don't want to face. Um, um, speaking of Pokemon things, I don't think I mentioned this before uh, or at, at all. I found the Soul Silver game that I lost. So that's cool. I can finally play it and beat it. <laughs> like, Meanwhile, you like, can't wait for this game, but you have like three games to still finish. Well, no, like I was about can't to go wait play to put this on myself. <laughs> I'm about to go be- play it and beat it and finish it, and I lost it. Like, <laughs> so obviously I couldn't play it because it was gone. But I found it now, so we're all good. So that's that's news. That's important. Continue, Arisol. Your thoughts about more stuff with Pokemon. Um, I just want to get that out there because it was important to me. I, I really don't have much to say about the other two aside from the fact that they are also very adorable, like <laughs> everything else. Adorable. Uh, game. I wonder um, if all we're getting is fairy types in this game. Like every new Pokemon, fairy. It's a fairy. Or if they're just trying to show off how many new fairies you're getting because when they did steel, we got like four. <sighs> <laughs> like here's the new steel and dark type. How many are there of each? Like one? Well, oh, that's not fun at all. Why would you... I like the, the... Uh, oh. No, I was just going to mention, the, the gym leaders look okay. It's a little weird that the kid has robot arms. <laughs> um, he's like he's like that kid from Teen Titans. And, uh... Cyborg? No, not no. <laughs> the bad one. Evil Cyborg? <laughs> Gizmo, or whatever. Oh, okay. You're a dumb bastard. Like, 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 cyborg? No, I just said cyborg. 
Or would I just like called him, you know, his regular name? Aquaman, lad. <laughs> your mom. Anyway. His name's your mom? Starring Robin, uh, your mom, Starfire. Anybody else's thoughts? Nope. Awesome. We don't want to talk about cotton. We got cotton candy to go with our ice cream. Like, how awesome is that? In the middle of something. We need, like, a chocolate bar Pokemon. I want to <laughs> see what the cotton candy turns into. Like, is it bigger cotton candy? Does it have a cone? Um, like, will it give me diabetes? <laughs> That's its ability. Just diabetes. It eventually evolves into a cotton candy monstrosity with the head of Wolford Brimley. <laughs> it's a no it's a cotton candy machine. <laughs> it turns into the machine. It makes more cotton candy Pokemon. I want some popcorn Pokemon. Hell yeah. Let's get that shit going. A little, a little pink flamingo bird thing is adorable, but... It better turn into a flamingo, now that you say it, because now I want that. And we don't have a flamingo, and flamingos are pink and kind of gay, just like France, so... Uh, <laughs> it would fit. But, the, like, despite all the new Pokemon, the star of the scan is definitely Pantrum's evolution. Like, that is everything I wanted in his evolution. Yeah, it's a panda that's badass and evil and crazy, so <laughs> that's everything it needs to do. Hey, look at that fucker. He's just really pissed. Mm-mm. He's like Bear Tick except cool. He's like what Bear Tick could have been if he didn't have a furry wang. Yeah. Which is probably why he's pissed. He doesn't have a furry wang. That is true. He needs Viagra. Dawson, do you have anything to say? No. Um, busy. Then I guess it's time for superhero time. Wizard, though, at some point. Um. We're finishing our Keeper Ranger? Yeah. Oh, our Keeper Ranger The Finari. Um, and then, Go Bustas! Vas! Go Bustas! I didn't really have anything lined up for that. Also, Garo's there. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. <laughs> oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> No one likes you except some fucking alpaca. No one likes alpacas. Piss on a rock. <laughs> it was a rock lobster. Yes, piss on the rock lobster. Piss all rock over. lobster! Uh, so we're on episode... I have to look up the number. 20. 20! We're on episode 20 because I missed 19. Um, it's harder to do this when you are not here for like several of the episodes then you really don't know what episode you're on um just saying or when other people do your summary for you and you're not here uh so it starts off and like they're like oh my goodness it's the Tanabata festival yay Tanabata and then like the monster's like I'm Debo Tanabata because that's the thing and so all the curators are making their wishes and they're like I want to be cool and awesome <laughs> Sorry. 
Like, I want to eat ice cream. And I'm like, um, that, what? No, go away. So, um, they do that, and, uh, the, the, they find out, like, the monster, they see that the monster is there, and there's papers, and people are getting their wishes granted, their Tanabata wishes granted, and they're, like, in trouble. Uh, he then grants the wishes of, of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ian. And he, like, randomly finds this fossil, which is very conveniently placed there for him to find. Um, as well as Amy, and, uh, who, she wanted to get a good grade on a test. I'm like, that's not really a wish, that's just, you know, almost impossible for you because you're a girl. Girls are stupid. And, uh, what the fuck's that boy's name? Soji. Green, he got a sword, um, made of wood. So that was the thing. And then all of a sudden they get sleepy. They're like, oh my goodness, like, uh, I got my wish granted. Now I'm tired. I'm going to fall asleep. So the other three transformed and start to fight him. But he runs away because he's a little bitch. Um, so he gets out of there. Um, he tells them at some point in there that, like, hey, uh, if you don't stop me by tomorrow morning, uh, you're gonna, they're going to die. Lol. So like, oh, shit. Well. Uh, our other wishes aren't granted. So uh, anyone who's not Daigo, because he didn't write his wish down because he was smart, uh, they need to stay at the base. And then uh, Uchi's like, good, I'll stay here where it's safe. And then Ramirez comes in and just totally fucks shit up. He's like, ah, I'm Ramirez. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm fat. And we're like, no, you're in the suit. You're skinny. He's like, oh, okay. But I brought... <laughs> I hear that in my head every time he shows up. And he's like, I brought you ice cream, and normally that would be a good thing, except for that's what Uchi wished for, was to eat ice cream. So then he, like, falls asleep, and you're like, son of a bitch. Well, guess it's up to Daigo and Old Man. And then, like, apparently Old Man wanted to just touch a bunch of chicks, as Old Men are wont to do. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you don't believe me, just see Master Roshi. Uh, and so... He ends up touching a bunch of hot chicks. He falls asleep. Then he goes like, God damn it. Uh, so he ends up having to fight the monster alone. And then all of a sudden his dad shows up and punches the monster in the teeth. Uh, which allows Daigo to break the, the little container holding uh, the wishes. Um, and then everyone gets turned back to normal. Uh, the others come in and transform. Um, the monster... What does he do? Oh, he tries to grant his own wishes, then he gets tired because he's stupid. Uh, they make their two individual weapon sets to promote the look. Your toys can do this um, if you choose to buy them. Um, they attack, then they combine them. Like, oh yeah, we forgot. We can make one big weapon and just kill him all at once. So they did that and kill him. Uh, he gets big as is known to happen. Uh, and they form Kuryujin Kung Fu. Uh, Terra Gordon comes in for support and, uh, they kill his ass. Um, Daigo's dad at some point was like, I love you, man. And then he met with Torin and gave him the little bag that he carries around his waist. I think it's got his balls in it. I don't know. That's what I saw in year one is that you keep a bag like that with your testicles because you're a eunuch. Um, and then, uh, they are back at the base talking about how cool they are. And Daigo sees Torin walk in with the bag, and he just kind of blows it off like, whatever, man, my dad's cool. We all good in here. And then it ends. Uh, so that was a thing. That was a fun episode. Everything about Kiryu just is fun. 
We're getting Kiryu by Aretto next week, so that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I liked the episode. It was it was fun. Uh, what do you think, guys? Brian likes dick. What? That's not nice. Uh, Thanks, Mickey, again. This uh, this was a lot of fun. I love the fact that Ramirez shows up to, solely to to just be a plot device to deliver ice cream. <laughs> I mean, it's funny enough that Uchi's wish was just to eat ice cream, but then they're like, okay, we got to keep him here. It's very unlikely that someone's just going to come up and give you ice cream. Ramirez shows up out of nowhere, gives them ice cream from Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> and then leaves. And then he just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there, there's the episode itself was was okay. Um, I'm glad that we got to see Dega's uh, dad again. I so was, we can remember who he was. I was kind of curious if he was a spirit. Um, like that. That's always kind of been in the back of my head like is he actually there kind of thing maybe he went off to die the, the other four showed up and i i couldn't tell if they were confused because daigo was just you know talking to some random stranger or if he was just talking to himself um but then torin i guess had a little meeting with daigo's dad at the end so I was like, yo, um, what's up, homie? That may or may not defeat that uh, hypothesis. So, theory, not hypothesis. Hypothesis. Um, I. So, it, when he used it in combat, the, the monster of the week, I thought the, the ability to grant your own wishes, but having a downside was kind of a. It, it's an interesting ability, it's very abstract. Like, oh, I, I wish that you would fall down now, or uh, whatever the other ones. Oh, I wish you would miss. It's it's kind of an interesting power. I It was mostly just used for gags, but I kind of dug it. It had a lot of potential in terms of an ability, and then he remembered he had a downside, and it fucked him over. He's <laughs> like, shit, I forgot. I liked when they were um, when he's like he he said something. But I guess who died? Dawson. Oh, okay, good. Uh, when he said something about I think it was when he said about them like dying or whatever, and they were just like unlucky. <laughs> and then Lucky Arrow was like, "Son of a bitch, you're copying me." <laughs> I like that voice for Lucky Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Son or of a bitch. <laughs> it's like he's an actual man. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm Lucky Arrow. Like, I don't think that's your voice, bro. Lucky Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it thinks it's people. That's cute. Um, no sound was actually kind of fun in this one, too. Um, he wanted to touch women. Uh yeah yeah pretty much that was pretty much his his bit for the episode but I I like everyone's reactions to him like of course women aren't going to be interested in him <laughs> <laughs> like oh that'll be an easy one 
Okay, I guess it's me and no son then. <laughs> Just sitting there going, guys. <laughs> you guys are dicks. <laughs> Thanks, assholes. I wrote it down because I thought it was far fetched. <laughs> at, least, like, yeah. at least he had a strong goal in mind. I don't like that. Yeah, town about a wish is going to come true. It's going to be the most magnificent wish ever. And then, like, yeah, that's true. What woman would want to touch him? Like, well, thanks, guys, for your support. Um, I know it's what your mom did. Yeah, it was it was a fun little filler episode to kind of pad out the time till Violet shows up, uh, which I'm very much looking forward to. From the from the previews, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun as well. Yeah, I mean everything in this show has been fun so far. Violet's being played by the guy that voices the Gabba Revolver, and if he acts and sounds anything like he does when he's doing the Gabba Revolver voice, then we're in for some fun times. <laughs> I, but you I know think... what? It, it makes a little bit of sense that uh, because he made it, that it sounds like him. I I like this the implication. I like the implication that he actually recorded his voice saying all of those on purpose. <laughs> like, I actually, I hope that uh, that they comment on that fact. They're like, dude, you sound like our guns. The hell? <laughs> like, oh yeah, because I made them. I really hope that happens because, that, like, that concept in general is fantastic. Y- you know what that reminds me of, though? It reminds me of um, remember that rumor during O's that like, yeah, Akira Kushida was gonna be like. The uh, like the first O's or whatever because in like he's the belt. Yeah, I, I remember that. I was actually thinking about that when I was thinking about Violet being the voice of. Uh, I thought about that just now. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, now they're actually doing it, and it's going to be awesome because it's Kuriyuji, and it's and it's not written by Kobayashi. I I I feel like this was probably one of the weaker episodes, but it was still so much fun that I don't well, really care. Yeah, I mean it it was a filler, so it's it, it definitely isn't it definitely doesn't rank among the the stronger episodes, but But even then it progressed Daigo a little bit. And now we have the whole mystery about what was in the little bag. Yeah. I'm telling you it was his dad's balls. I saw year 1. <laughs> Those are Cogass's balls in there, man. So even as as a filler episode, it still actually had a purpose. Yeah, it was, it was it was pretty good. I I enjoyed it, you know. And that's the thing is that even a weaker episode for Kuryuger is still an awesome episode and is still better than most other Sentai episodes that are good. And just upsetting. To some degree, for them, I mean, it's good for us because it's Kuryuger, but. Uh. So, is, has Dawson resurrected yet? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Do you, you have thoughts about the episode, maybe? Or you just want to no. just sit there? I was surprised you were still on it, so I was just waiting for you to finish so we could go into the next. So. Oh, well, fuck your mother, bitch. Well, okay, then. Are we done now? Yeah. Fucking your mother? I guess so. 
No. <laughs> okay, so... Alright, so Wizard, yay! We start off, everybody's talking about White Wizard shenanigans from the last episode. He kidnapped a kid, probably murdered Fojo, and sprayed ketchup <laughs> over glasses. It was really mean. Um, and then, in the midst of all this, we discover we have a new gate to protect in the form of some sort of author. And ain't nobody got time for that. But Wizard protects him anyway, and he takes him to his house or whatever. And he's like, oh, I used to be really depressed. So I went to, like, this beach area and was, like, depressed. And I couldn't go on because I, I couldn't figure out my budget. And people thought I was depressed because of it. <laughs> and I didn't care about toys anymore. But then a little girl gave me a flower ring and everything was fine. Um, but then... And then he's like, ah, oh, chiz, I dropped the ring. I better go find it. And so he goes to find it, and the stupid top hat phantom has it. So he attacks him, and Wizard's like, look, I don't have time for this. I was just about to make some toast. That joke was so shoehorned in there, but you can thank past me. Um, so... <laughs> so Wizard fights Such him. Such a good joke. Drago timer, infinity, hit, 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 and then the thing flees. I mean, the phantom, that's the thing. And then Gremlin shows up to Nito, Mayu, and Rinko's meeting, and he's like, look, I can take you to the White Wizard. And then uh, Nito's like, oh, okay. And then it ends. Um, this episode was really strange. The part where he went into the, the shop and was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, he's Kayomi. like, oh, shit, I know Kayomi. I forgot about that. The, so that The happened. whole point of the episode. You Fuck you. <laughs> You're the point of the episode. <laughs> okay. Um, so this episode was strange because... It kind of, at least I thought for most of the episode, that it was going to fall into the pattern of something Wizard has actually done quite often where a major event will happen and then we'll all of a sudden shift focus to a filler episode with the story we were following previously sort of going on in the background. And it's really annoying because I was like disgruntled throughout the whole episode thinking like there's so much going on right now that you could easily be filling out episodes right now with the narrative, but we're doing another stupid gate. And I was like so ready to rant on Twitter. And then he recognized Kaomi as the girl that gave him the ring. And I was like, God damn it, you just stole my perfectly good rant. The funny so, thing is, uh, the previous two episodes felt like they were going to be filler as well. And then they ended up having something significant happen. Pulling the rug out from under me. Bike. Um, but so, yeah, uh, the episode itself was just kind of okay it really was with the exception of the end just kind of an, a normal episode but the ending thing was interesting um with him possibly knowing her and am i the only one that saw that coming no what wait uh, i didn't no, know i saw it coming yeah i did why god damn it i'm the only one that's just sitting here this sucks just some random because i'm watching it and he's like yeah, well it's like a little girl and I'm like, watch. It's going to be one of two people in this show. It's either going to be Koyomi or Rinko. Rinko's kind of old. Could have been Not her. old, but like, well, she's too old that it would have fit her to be that age. So It, it could have been the girl from The Ring. Well, not to, mention ring. That, not to mention that every time he had a scene where he was thinking about the little girl, they would cut to uh, Koyomi. Yeah. That, well, see, that have to fun to with paying attention like that. But... Uh, because she was having that bit where she's running out of mana faster, and I was just thinking how little she's around in the show. So she's too busy doing idol shit. She's recording an album. She couldn't be there. Um, That's probably true. <laughs> Randy Jackson for his contract's up, and he leaves. So he's like, oh, I quit American Idol. Fuck you They keep changing judges on me. <laughs> um, but so yeah, at least we're gonna be getting some stuff with her next week. But and Gremlin's like, I'm Jake. <laughs> 
<laughs> the same person. I thought this episode uh, it was okay. It was kind of a, a basic setup episode. Um, uh, aside from it focusing on Koyomi, which I wasn't expecting going into it, uh, everything else was kind of, did kind of go as expected. I mean, Beast is out hunting for the kid and um, ended up talking to Mayu in order to try to find White Wizard. So, I mean, that... That just makes sense. Uh, I'm glad they are pursuing that right away. Um, I can't remember if Haruto really did much. I think he just like fought the Phantom and yeah. kind of protected the gate. Who? Okay, the gates in this show have this really uh, stupid streak to them. <laughs> um, I don't mind it. Like what sent him into that, uh, like that spiral? I, I don't want to say depressing spiral because he—they clearly stated it was anxiety. But, um, like well, I don't want to walk himself into sense. the water. Same spot. It, it made sense to me. Um, but just him breaking out of his own house and the then. Slippers. Like because someone found his ring and he didn't even think about the monster having you know tricked him or something like that. It's just we've had that happen a couple of times with yeah these gates where they they just lack a certain amount of common sense to where they won't stay the hell put. They're like I want to do what I want to do. I don't care about nobody else. Brilliant. Uh. Fuck it, what's that word? Damn it, I lost word. Interpretation? Yeah, there we go. Interpretation. Um, I, was, I love how he's like, I'm all, I was all depressed, so I was just going to like walk into the water and just keep going. Yeah, <laughs> apparently that's a that's a common thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, in, his suit, <laughs> in his suit, it looked like he was trying to beat himself up. I don't know why his eyes were all like purple. Like, what are you doing? Um... It's completely random as a thing to do with the suicide, but I do like how Haruto was commenting on how he didn't have time for this. Like, before we knew that he was going to sort of matter to, like, knowing Kaomi, it just seemed kind of very funny because there was quite a lot going on, and he's kind of having to do this filler episode, and he kept saying how, I really don't have time for this. <laughs> um, it just kind of reminded me of the way he was, like, making funny observations and ultimatum, like, you know what it's like to be, you know, oppressed. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm dead sexy. Have you seen these pink pants I've been wearing all season? Ah. <laughs> um, I think it was... I think all of you got the tweet, too, but Kamen Rider Pez had, uh, tweeted us about what if Mayu was working... She knows what White Wizard's doing, and she was kind of like a double agent and just kind of playing good cop. I didn't even think about that, but based on the previews for next week, it doesn't look like that, but I'm kind of surprised I didn't even think about that. Like it crossed my mind. I just what happened in this episode. I don't really buy it, just because she doesn't particularly seem like the type that's a good actress. <laughs> well, and then, like I think in the preview they showed her like protecting Beast. So yeah. unless she was a double agent and then changed her mind, but at least right now it doesn't seem like that. But I don't. She doesn't just seem like the type of person from what we know about her, though. Well, like I said last week, I, I was happy that she wasn't the one to 
to force the kid to become like the uh, a wizard um and i feel like that would kind of lose some of its meaning if she was working undercover yeah just wanted to bring it up to, uh, I don't really I don't really see what her need to to do something like that would be though. No, loyalty to him. Maybe he whipped her. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, unless he like unless he convinced her that doing that's like gonna help her get her revenge on Medusa. Well, and also because I mean, that's her sole motivation is I want to get back at this bitch who killed my sister and my parents. So. I mean, because we've seen stuff like that before where, like, you just convince them that, like, you want someone who wants revenge. It's very easy to convince them, look, you just help me out here. This will help you get your revenge. Like, you know, all you got to do is just go up into this theater and just pull this trigger in the back of the top-headed man's head. And you'll become famous. It'll be fun. And then you'll terrorize Dawson the rest of his life. It's okay. I forgive you, but never do it again, please. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, these, these things happen. Okay, then. <laughs> so, does that wrap up Wizard? Or? Yeah. Right. I think so. Yeah, full. We're going to go to that now. Peaceful reconstruction, too. We're going to leave a different version of us behind. <laughs> Uh, that was an episode. <laughs> Revelations. I mean, can you believe that toast joke I made in the summary? <laughs> Self challenge to make toast joke. <laughs> I'll probably forget. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. Uh, I am totes not gay. No, Active toast. Ranger season two is now over. Thank you, God. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, long story short, episode 12. Uh, so Instead of well, should you just direct that to episode thirteen? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, Melchine was doing that whole thing to basically take over all of Sentai because she wanted to be the main star. But meanwhile, while she was manipulating Hate Saburo into like whatever the fuck was going on, there was some other chick that was manipulating him and basically made him sign the like the time slot over to them and i actually recommend if you kind of don't get what's going on check out the notes section for episode 12 on overtime site and they have this big explanation about this thing with uh the this foreign company and the company that makes ultraman uh had this big like legal dispute because, like, the creator signed a document of some sort that supposedly gave them rights to it and stuff. So it was a parody of that, which is, it's such an obscure thing to reference, particularly to overseas fans, um, that I I think it went over a lot of people's heads. It went over mine until I read that, and then it kind of made sense. But... So that happened, and then there was this Ultraman-ish character. Uh, Ish? Ish, really? He took over the time slot, and it became a sequel to Occupy Ranger. And had, like, 
returning characters because Hakase was now like a happy-go-lucky schoolgirl character. And it was really stupid. And then they decide to make... Hate Saburo joins them as General Pain and decides to make a team-up movie where they actually defeat the person they're teaming up with. (laughs) So they defeat the Ultraman (laughs) character and then at the very end of episode 12 they push this fleet of aliens because earlier they said we'll we'll catch all the viewers by promising a giant alien battle in space because that will get people interested and so they had to fulfill that and Hakase raises suicide flags and shit and they push it into the sun and then it ends and then in episode 13 it's a clip show and then we find out that apparently they're dead so, um, like I, I kind of said before, we said a lot of what we were, we're going to say now. In talking the about these uh, individual episode discussions, I I didn't not enjoy it. I uh, <laughs> it's just a funny way. There, there was there was a lot of jokes and a lot of moments, and I just I, I like these characters. I like uh, uh, Nobuo. And uh, Yoko, not Yuko. There we go. Uh, and I, Luna can go suck a dick. I really don't care about her at all. But everyone else that's not Luna, she can piss on a rock. <laughs> yes, she can. Uh, like I really enjoy. So in that aspect, I did enjoy the series, but it, it took such a drastic shift from what made the original series so good. And just kind of focused on all these weird little jokes that only the hardest of hardcore people would understand. And just reference trope after trope after trope. And that was really about all they did. And they made a thinly veiled plot that was kind of very convoluted and difficult to understand until about episode 11. Um, yeah, we did say a lot of what I would pretty much say now in the preceding weeks that it just, it should have sort of just left off on season one, you know, a movie that kind of wrapped itself up. Uh, it also kind of reminds me of like when someone tells a joke and then someone laughs, so they just keep telling that same joke and then run it into the ground. Um, but I haven't left. (laughs) We're taking turns. The timeline can't handle four people anymore. It got so used to three of us. Plus it couldn't handle Brian's new haircut. (laughs) Um, anyway, I'll just keep talking, then it's a good opportunity of quiet. Um, but I particularly did not like the finale, because it kind of went against everything that I liked about the first season and the first season's finale of, like, the enemy being the producer. He was, like, you didn't see him, he had no voice, he was, like, this overhead, like, god, basically, to their world that could literally end the show and manipulate it so that he could do anything the subtle things were happening with like the reds and they don't even care about those details anymore and stuff like that and i didn't like the idea of the world traveling decayed like and him like taking on a physical presence via general pain it just felt very not akiba ranger it felt too weird it almost felt like it was a new writing team um and like when the last one ended it was just so great and this one just left me disgruntled and was that Kevin? <laughs> I sound like I'm hearing yeah. ghosts. Okay. And um, I don't know why they had to end on a clip show because, as I said before, I thought previously they did because 
they had an extra slot to fill slash didn't expect to be so popular and they just kind of filled it last minute and so I don't know why we, we didn't do it again especially since it started with a clip show it like book ended on the shittiest thing possible and Dragonite had like five clip shows so I'm just saying I don't even know where that comes into it <laughs> so uh, what, what are we on because my internet died we're at Sam and Cat right now we're <laughs> <laughs> so that was we're, like Bibble, and Sam's like pork ribs. And, sorry, I couldn't. There's a joke here that I don't get in the slightest, and I'm fine. We Bibble. haven't moved. We're still right, an Akiba so, Ranger. We're not going to move from Akiba. Right? No, no. I just meant we're part of the Akiba Ranger. Where we on? Dawson was saying how he, what he thought. Oh yeah. Well. uh these episodes were a thing. I watched them, and I, if you saw my Twitter, uh, I watched them, and I was like, all I could think was, why this? What are we doing? I didn't know what was happening at one point. I, then there was that clip show that summarized season one, and then it then it summarized even the clip show of, of at the beginning. Like I did, I was like, can we stop? Can we just not do this? <laughs> Like, you're shuffling. So those episodes reminded me of how good season one was. And then the prank you played on me. Uh, I play pranks on a lot of people, sir. Um, Including Brian Dagley <laughs> of so Dagley Insurance. Just real quick, I do want to go over some of the positives I had before I actually talk about... Um, why I didn't like the season. Um, it, it did have some pretty good moments. Uh, earlier on, we had, you know, the Die Ranger and the Z Ranger episodes were pretty fun. Uh, it, admittedly, it did have kind of a rougher start, uh, having started on a clip show. Um, but as things sort of progressed, it, I didn't mind it so much. And then, I don't know, about the halfway point, it, it started to go downhill a little bit for me. Um, this this most recent episode did still have some pretty fun elements that uh, that I enjoyed. The um, the standing on the right side of the screen thing was uh, kind of fun. It, it, Brian said it... Uh, last night when we were talking about it's one of those things that is always there and you just don't really notice it until it's pointed out to you the fact that the good guys always stand on the right and the bad guys always stand on the left unless they lose um (laughs) so it's it's pretty fun i i um what else i I actually didn't mind the the Ultraman thing. Um, I, I dug it because I, I know. I mean, there's always that sort of not rivalry, but Ultraman's always like a thing that exists in the Toku community, but it's not Toei owned. So it's always yeah. kind of this weird thing where it's part of Toku, but it's always one of those weird oddball things, kind of a little bit like Garo, except a little bit different because Ultraman is so, I don't want to say mainstream, but 
it's one of those big franchises, but it's yeah. not a Toei. It used franchise. to be a lot bigger than it is. Oh yeah, it, it's kind of funny because uh, it is kind of. Uh, a little bit less popular amongst the Togo community, but he's really recognizable even amongst, like, casuals, which is kind of funny. Okay, wait, what did I miss? Because my internet fucking died again. I'm getting pissed off. Um, damn ball we're talking about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. God damn you. <laughs> Sorry. Something about fucking casuals. Yeah. Wait, what well, about casuals? I just think it's justice. So I know several people had a, an issue with the Ultraman thing. They they thought it was making fun of Ultraman or like, you know, being cynical about it. I really didn't get that vibe from it. I I didn't feel like they were necessarily being mean to it. They were acknowledging their rival, <laughs> um, their rival company and character. Um, and I thought I thought it was really funny just seeing a, an Ultraman type character just show up uh, nowhere and save the day and just sort of uh, take over. <laughs> um, uh, that said, the season... Um, just real quick, before you, you get into negatives... That, oh, sorry. I was going to say, before you get into negatives, oh, I did think it was funny. Uh, like, one of the bits is that the idea of them using a Versus movie to come back. And I was almost thinking... Yeah. They, they should have almost just come back for instead of a whole season, just a special, and somehow used like the versus movie or like a returns movie trope. Because I thought that could have been funny. All right, go ahead. Um, the season, it, as it continued on, it felt like it felt like the writers kind of didn't fully grasp what made the first season so popular. Um, and I feel like the they relied. <laughs> I feel like they relied too heavily on some of the same jokes. They replay. They repeated the the whole um, defeat flags thing way more the than they should have. Um, that yeah, that ran its course. I kind of thought that that was the height of its funniness at the end of season one when they were trying their hardest not to trip them like it was landmines of their death. Like, that was kind of the height of the funniness, I thought. Landmines. Those are fun. The And sort of some of the points that you guys already pointed out, the fact that they turned Hate Saburo into this, this actual character instead of just um, this entity that they really couldn't do anything about all of a sudden he is a character and they are interacting with him and it kind of sucked some of the magic out of it for me. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, Am I the only person that, like, when I watched season one, no, when I watched season one, and obviously I wasn't watching it at the same time you guys were, we've done that whole shtick already, but, like, season one is like, uh, every time I, I went to go watch an episode and I would get excited. I didn't have that as much here. In fact, sometimes it was like, all right, I got to go watch that Kiba Ranger. I really don't know what dumb shit they're going to do this week. <laughs> like, that that know, definitely just, became like, the case for me. I just like, said a little while like ago that chore. I was relieved that I didn't have to watch it this week. <laughs> yeah, like I watched both episodes today, went back to back, and I was just like, 
Alright. Like, I was doing other things. I felt like Dawson watching, like, Forze and Ghostager. Like, I was like, I gotta do this? I skimmed it. It wasn't that bad. But I watched the first 30 seconds of 13 and went all the way to the last two minutes. I couldn't take it. It's, um... I compared it to the second season of Yoshihiko, uh, which, now that both shows are over, it kind of stands even even more firmly as both shows kind of lost track of what made the first funny and kind of rehashed jokes a bit. Um, and I, I felt like I had fallen into this rut where... I was still telling myself that I was excited for the show or that I was looking forward to it. When in reality, every time I would sit down and actually watch the show, I, I wasn't getting the same level of enjoyment out of it. Um, obviously, there are, again, a few exceptions from the season. There are some episodes in the season that could have fit perfectly into the first. Yeah, there and there are some real fun ones. I enjoyed they, they Powerful were, Rangers. Yeah, they were fantastic. I was talking to Brian about things I enjoyed when, like, right after it finished, and I was saying how we liked the Power Rangers. Things surprise butt sex. Yeah, the that's powerful Ranger episode and the Die Ranger episode, and I was kind of wondering if we in particular enjoyed the Die Ranger episode so much because we just finished it <laughs> because it was so fresh and they made so many like very specific jokes. But I, I guess that's also one. very successful because it did make specific. Reference. Yeah, but it was it was so. Um, it, it embraced all of the things about Die Ranger to to such a degree, and I didn't I didn't feel that from any of the other episodes. Um, and while the Zoo Ranger episode was fun, it was just kind of fun for a different reason. Yeah, but <laughs> Power Rangers yet again taking the spotlight from Zoo Ranger, <laughs> which is fine. Now I that feel I see like <laughs> a lot of the season. A lot of the season really was just kind of them trying too hard. Yeah. It just didn't quite come out the way uh, the way it, it probably could have. Like it's just weird because you think that you would have consistency given the fact that uh, it, it's essentially the same people doing this. I mean, uh, Arakawa wrote, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the... No wonder Oikawa's involved? No wonder. <laughs> before. <laughs> and The Dark Spire, Spores. And they wrote all of season two. So you, you'd think being the main writer of the first season and then being the sole like head writer of uh the the second season that you would have a consistency and a recollection of what made the first good and i know you're in a situation where you can't really repeat it which is kind of why i sort of wish season two didn't happen in a sense because what they did with the first season is just something that you can't really do again and that showed here by being something that is different, but was still trying really hard to capture what the original had, but it just couldn't. Nothing be serious. Yeah. Had had they? Because um, when we started the season, we were kind of bombarded with the mystery of 
all of a sudden the Akiba, the Akiba Rangers are official. And then, okay, that went that went back to normal. And then, you know, a, a bunch of things are, are kind of being affected by the delusions um, in, in the real world. And th- that was interesting. Did we get an explanation of that? And I didn't... Melchina, wasn't it? Yeah, Melchina. Dimension hopping. Okay. Um, oh, okay, okay. She's I, decayed. And that that's kind of the problem I had. I don't feel... She's decayed? Like that's a problem. That, that need to be interweaved back into the first season. Or, at the very least, interweaved in a, in a slightly better way. <laughs> I honestly thought that if they were going to reference the first season in like the sort of reboot, that would have almost been um, like a type of deal at the very end where they realized that they had been rebooted for a second season because they got one, and not because like Malshina was doing this and traveling worlds. Like I thought it would have been kind of a funny joke that because they became self-aware that they were rebooted to not be self-aware, and then became self-aware again, it still would have not had the same magic. But I almost would have liked it a little bit better than dimension hopping because, like I said, the well, dimension hopping didn't seem right. They kind of did that in a sense, to where they had forgotten they were self-aware. But it wasn't his hot days from Sobro's cause, right? It was Malshina's. But see, because the bit I had in mind is, that, oh, we were successful, we got a second season, but it wouldn't work if we didn't know we were a show, or if we knew we were a show, right? I get you. I don't know. Like either way, there's I can't really think of a way that could have come close to that sort of unique ending that season one had. I mean, when you fight the end credits, that's pretty final. Like, not many people. And do they that. fought the crawl. So they fought, like it was just there's so many fun things in there. That it's just so hard to 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 recapture the the fun and the magic in it without looking like, okay, you're just trying to rehash this shit because it was funny the first time. Also penis. Basically, it was kind of a valiant effort that just didn't work out the way I think they wanted it to. They could have gone a different route, too, with them being self-aware at the beginning and trying really hard all season to make the best show possible and, like, going over some of the most successful plots. (laughs) I don't know how it would end, but it'd be kind of funny to see them try really hard and like pull from some of the most famous Sentai moments. That's actually a good idea. But I don't know how they would end it. Maybe they would have to be like, oh, we have to end it emotional, like Jetman, which is really popular for some reason, and have Nobuo get stabbed and then not go to the hospital. He'd be, he'd be really heroic, not getting medical attention. <laughs> So let's. Is there anything else to say before we move on to something that we actually really, 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 really really liked? Nope. Ice cream! Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I want to bang your mom. That's what I'm going to say. That's related to ice cream. You know what I'm going to say? I saw the other day where where the gentleman who makes the uh, the Kingdom Hearts games would like to add Marvel and Star Wars into it, I just want to say no. Thank you all. for that intelligent Ranger related uh, pansy Disney-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> on that <laughs> note, let's move on to Go Busters. 
<laughs> versus Go Busters. This was the greatest hour I've ever experienced in my life. That's a bold claim. Except for Go all... Busters, the only team badass enough to team up with themselves. There's my joke. <laughs> you heard me the what? other day. I said it first. It was me. It wasn't on camera, but I said it. I didn't know that. Yes, you did. You have spies. You stole, you stole Dawson's joke and you weren't even here. I didn't even... Uh, oh, no, they didn't even. That was just stupid. I watched this and it made me feel bad about myself for liking uh, other non-Gobusters uh, Sentai teams. Like, because they're just like, oh, man, because they, they turn Gobusters into... A typical, a, normal sentai. Senti- a typical sentai like basically they were like look all you people bitching about it being different this is what you could have had do you see how <laughs> dumb this is and then it made me feel bad for liking other shows that do shit like that so <laughs> I was just like oh. I don't necessarily feel bad but I like that Go Busters was different because I certainly have enjoyed a sentai tropey show but I like when a show completely shakes it up and has a different uh, mode of operation so but yeah. I do like that it was kind of a big, like, fuck you, this is what could have happened. So all the I like how Kuro became Hitler. Um, that turned awesome on. <laughs> okay. Oh, baby. Um, I, I guess since we're we're starting with this part of the discussion, um, because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I did go onto the forums and kind of take in the general consensus of it, and uh, a lot of people did like this um, unfortunately, a lot of uh, people who didn't like GoBusters kind of like this more than GoBusters. Yeah, they I really like the the alternate take on it. Yeah, um, I but I saw that they would have rather had the alternate version. <laughs> yeah, but I saw a lot of talk about the um, whether or not this whole thing was done on purpose. The whole uh, here, here's what you wanted kind of thing. Um, because for a lot of people, that does kind of give off a, a, a bitter vibe. Um, it, it makes it seem like the writers are kind of bitter over the fact that the show really wasn't as well liked as it could have been. Um, and should have been. I don't know. I, I don't know if I necessarily uh, agree with that because w- when I watch this, I, wa- I I see a really fun, tongue-in-cheek kind of Sentai flick that is not only making fun of other Sentai and um, I guess what you would refer to as being more normal Sentai, but it is kind of poking fun at itself as well. It's, uh, it's just kind of taking everything and wrapping it up in this like really fun, lighthearted ball. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't feel like something this lighthearted and something this, uh, I guess, made with love comes comes from a place of bitterness like um i don't think that they sat down and thought like what kind of malicious shit can we do <laughs> i think it was more like 
Because I, I feel like there's no way that there wasn't a part of them that did this concept because of GoBusters feedback. Yeah. I feel it was more well, like I, uh, just an idea bounced around. Because I never got any bitter vibes. Yeah. But um, I'm not. I, uh, I won't. I, I won't like discredit the idea of of it being that. I mean, it it could be, you know, that that is what they they wanted to do with this, or it could be that they just really love Sentai and they kind of wanted to to show that with by by turning their series that isn't a normal Sentai into a normal Sentai, only a very exaggerated version. Um, I, I, I'm not going to try to guess, uh, what it is that they did or really, um, make any sort of hard claim, but just to me, it, it feels like, I, I don't feel like if that is the case, it's not the whole story. Yeah. Like that's, if if they did do that on purpose, I, I can't see this product coming out of something solely to get back at people, um, because it's like 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 I've been saying, it's such a fun movie. It's such a lighthearted romp <laughs> that I can't see this coming from a negative source. It, it was really quite fun. I, it was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, you know, regardless of everything, though, I did like how not only was it just a lot of fun, but I do like how putting GoBusters right next to sort of a, a sort of typical version of what they would have been. It kind of made me also at the same time appreciate how different GoBusters was. So I like that as well. I thought it did that. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I liked how like the other buddy roids were just robots, and then Jay <laughs> could just do everything. <laughs> I just even know what to do. <laughs> How does Jay even know what to do? Uh, and I also, I, and I said this on Twitter earlier when I was watching this, I love how Jin is still an awesome character even though he becomes a hobo. And, uh, and Jay being the 999,000th visitor, he's like, actually, I don't even know why I put him in there. <laughs> and he like, just doesn't care. God, Enter <laughs> is like the coolest thing ever. As much as I loved Enter as God, I, I still missed him not doing, like, Enter things. Just because I like the character of Enter. It's, it's funny, when they had the stereotypical villains, I was like, where's the Enter version? I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot he's God. <laughs> <laughs> and, then es- and then it's like, Escape um, is all, I'm Agent Umbr- Umbrella with boobs. I'm like, alright, bring back the boobs. <laughs> That's just so, me. I, just going back to Enter being God thing, um... Okay, That's when the, the whole like trumpets played, <laughs> did you notice that the trumpets were the the uh, little robots from? They were the trumpet robots from yeah the that tu- one episode. tuberoids. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I did see that. That's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> they were just that. like little tiny versions of it. <laughs> I didn't notice but that. Also, I I found it hilarious. I find it, I find it hilarious that God enter um, <laughs> when he was sending Nick back or back in time to the both universes. I guess he was using a calculator. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. His normal enter uses a computer. <laughs> uh. I, I, it took me my second watch through because I watched this thing twice. Um, 
to notice that he was using a calculator. <laughs> I, I sat here trying to figure out how a calculator would possibly possibly be able to reset the universe. Um, like this is fantastic. Like he's using the most basic of calculators too. <laughs> like it's not even a fucking graphing calculator or anything. It's just a, one of them big fucking solar calculators. Uh, I, I like how they incorporated the the buddyroid like like people in there. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. All the voices. Like voices, I, I, I thought it was Jay. hilarious having like Nick voice be like this dude just lost like where the fuck do I need to go and then he asks Nick like. I, where, how do I find where I am? He's like, really? You're gonna ask me? <laughs> um, I have to mention it just because it's like the episode title sake. Um, my favorite, I think my favorite parody scene was uh, Green Hippopotamus's death. Hero moves over the top reactions were hilarious. Like it perfectly captured how like overly dramatic those type of scenes can be, and like I was dying laughing. Like from the first one, he was screaming. He was like, "Atsuki!" And then, like, I lost it when he, after, like, we zoom out, he grabs Jin and is, like, screaming and making this, like, whining noise. Yeah. <laughs> it was so over the top I, and perfect. I love Like, I was dying laughing at this person Yuji. dying. What? <laughs> he I, was, <laughs> okay. I thought he was talking to me. I'm sorry. Someone's on a little bit of a delay. So... <laughs> This is lining up very funny. Aerosol, you go first. It's okay. He turns to Ryuji, and he uh, he he yells uh, he yells at him to do something, and Ryuji just kneels over and starts yelling. Oh <laughs> in, yeah, uh, Green Hippo's face. I forgot about that. He's like, "Get up!" or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do something. Ryuji leans over. Get up. Pussy. He didn't say that. <laughs> like uh, alternate Ryuji was awesome. <laughs> like he's just—he's what you would expect from a, a typical like blue type character. It was funny. I like all the people that were complaining yeah. about the fact that him and Jin weren't engineers. This was supposed to be funny. Like if this was an actual episode and they were going into a literal alternate universe where this didn't happen, then maybe I would be a little bit bugged, but this was just supposed to be for fun. They explained it, too. Yeah. Like, right after... Yeah, they did explain it. Why are you not an engineer? He was like, well, I was offered this job and I took it. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Well, not to mention that they explained that um, they decided to focus the whole Enertron treatment thing to agriculture. Right. So I guess the usage of giant robots really isn't as necessary anymore. I loved um, I loved how they like the, they're all standing in that desk space and like drops down and like spins around like it, it just made no sense. They get to where they're going, there's plants everywhere. Nick, I don't even there's, know where to start. <laughs> there's plants in the cockpit. There's like bananas and shit and like a flamingo. And when Hiromu looked at it when they teamed up, like when they get in the the alternate Ghostbusters cockpit, he like leans down and looks at the banana like the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like what are you all doing in here? Here's Jay with his banana. This banana flamingo. <laughs> Jay, wait. I like how you don't even have to question that. You see him holding the flamingo, and you're just you like for a second. You're like, why does he have that? He's like, oh, because he's Jay. That's pretty much the only answer you need. I like how he his helmet didn't change, his visor didn't change, but he just starts putting stag beetles over himself. <laughs> like he just went right along with the whole bit. 
And I love how he did both roll calls at the end. Like he, uh, it was even better though that he ran in front of the camera in front of Jin <laughs> in order to do the stagbuster call. Revolving around Jay, I I like the concept that I feel like he wasn't even supposed to like he he wasn't even supposed to be there. Jin had this thing set up. He was like, okay, red, blue, yellow, and I'm your leader. But Jay already had his his uh, what the fuck was it? The, the the gun the gun thing <laughs> morphin <laughs> blaster More, yeah that <laughs> he had it with him already from the other timeline so he just does it and they just accept it that he's there and he's silver <laughs> and they just roll with it and it's fantastic like I love the stupid little rabbit thing Yoko does like like really <laughs> um can Yoko just kind of speaking like overall of just the whole parody i like how it was so like funny. the hippo noise well <laughs> i love how it was such a different type of parody than akiba ranger especially since we were kind of fatigued by it whereas akiba ranger's like look it's a joke laugh laugh and this one was like just sort of operating as if a sentai would and exaggerated a little bit and it was just like inherently funny so i thought it was like a really nice uh contrast like and then it's funny because I'm watching it. I didn't know how it, you know. I, I didn't know what to expect. So I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like okay, we're in the universe, and it starts off with them getting their powers or whatever. And then it starts to that like opening battle sequence. And I'm like, all right, we're doing this, or we're actually doing this. We get an opening sequence. Like we get a theme song. <laughs> we get like the whole nine yards. I said put episode titles in there. Like it's like holy shit, the we're doing this. Titles are pretty fun. Like, we went through an entire show in the, about the span of five minutes. They, like, they introduce Usado's voice actor as Green Hippopotamus. And then, like, a minute later, it's like, oh, he dies. <laughs> and then we get the death scene. And then, Reek like, is in there as Pink Cat, just randomly. A minute after that, we get Black Puma. <laughs> Puma! <laughs> like, I loved the whole thing because he's, first of all, he just looks like, he's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Looks over at statue on desk, it growls at him or something. He's like, I have to do it myself and, like, runs out there. <laughs> like, you have this weird, like, comic strip animation and just, like, Black Puma. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and then, of course, that whole thing just made me lament the fact we didn't have a green and black suit in this Co-Busters. <laughs> And then I was upset we also didn't have a hippo mecha in there. I'm like, he needs to have a robot. Let's just see a, a they should, hippo. I was saying this the other day. I wonder why they didn't just make him a frog since they had a mecha for that. I mean, I know we didn't really do many mecha sequences, but it would have made sense. They could have made a alternate colored ace as Puma and sold it. Yep. Exactly. Ace black version, and it would, totally would have been like show accurate. Um, but yeah, like I just enjoyed that, having him there and like... Kurorin gets in there. I like that they still called him Kurorin randomly, just because it was still like Jin. Uh, there was so much good things about this, and I loved it. And at the end, they're like, "Don't forget us." I'm like, "I won't." It was upsetting. It was. It was like when like Shinkanger was gone. It was like they were like, "Don't forget us." I'm like, "No, come back." Oh, don't worry. We won't forget you. <laughs> We will endure the next three years in hell. <laughs> we didn't know that at the time. 
And they still won't leave. They're still at all the damn merchandise and everything on the front of the Monopoly. It's like the stupid San Diego Comic Con set. It's like, just leave us alone. Every time I walk into my local Walmart. God, you, oh yeah, a bunch of my Walmarts still have a shit ton of samurai stuff. I am, mine do too. My God, the Shinkenger is haunting us. It's like five years. This is ridiculous. I hope haunts us. I remember back in the old days when we were like, I wish Shinkenger would come back. Oh, this Ghost Ranger sucks. If only we would have known we only had to really endure that one year. <laughs> Instead of that's like a nice trade off. We only had to endure one year of Ghost Ranger before Sentai got good. But we've had to endure Stink Ranger forever. Oh, that shit just wouldn't die. Anyway, back to Go Busters. <laughs> <laughs> shit was fucking amazing. I like all the little flip flops of each character's personality. <laughs> Um, like the fact that Ryuji uses hot pads now instead <laughs> of cooling himself down, and the yeah, fact that he like is so boisterous, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, Yoko's like actually worried about her weight and <laughs> dieting and everything. Um, uh, but I, I love that they they did become more. Sentai protagonists, like, um, to the extent that, like, um, Hiromu was a lot more, uh, how, how do I put it? Um, he wasn't as reserved. He was a lot more, you know, hot headed and just out there, I guess. Um, I like how he did that fight. He, with he him was and Ryuji. really funny. Everything he did. Yeah. Um, I one scene in particular, it was actually when they were, were about to fight Azale, uh, Azazel. He's he, he's just like in the in the base talking to Kuro, and he's every with like every word he says, he's doing a different pose, <laughs> just like you know all these like very anime-like <laughs> action poses and, like, swiping his hand across his face. <laughs> it, it was just so ridiculous, that, and I loved it. That um, reminds me of the, the... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, the bit that I mentioned to you guys just the other day of when they oh, teamed no, up... you guys have been doing that all day. <laughs> um, but the bit when they teamed up uh, and they all, like, they kind of panned over each version of them, and, like, the regular Go-Busters were just kind of very stern and, like, ready to fight, and then the alternate ones were doing, like, stereotypical Sentai poses and facial expressions. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Like, yeah. I just like the fact that, like, the the pose that they usually did for, like, their, their Roger was so exaggerated in this. They like did this full weird bend of their back when they did it. I love Nick's reaction when he first saw that. He's I like, like, oh. Oh, sorry. I was done. No, I was I was just going to say what you were going to say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you sound so sad. I, <laughs> I didn't get the minion. <laughs> uh, By the way, I say so was the only negative in this film. That's all I'm going to say. He was just kind of a waste of space. He was a plot device, basically. Yep. Yeah. He was there to set the whole thing up. I feel like that name's been used in the Yu-Gi-Oh! recently or something. It sounds really familiar. 
He was an X-Man. Why do you think he was a waste? Or not a waste, but a negative. He was evil. He's negative. Oh, waste of space. Okay. No. Plot device? Plot device. Oh, okay. I don't think he dragged the movie down at all. Um, In fact, he is a very small negative for me because he in no way impacts how much I... I actually enjoyed about the movie itself. Um, and even though he is a plot device, I'm I'm okay with it. With what we got, I, I'm completely fine. Good times. I, I want to watch it again now. <laughs> no. I want to rewatch I Green like Hippotamus' Death Scene. I need to watch this. But then it'll ruin the no, magic. We'll just do every month and every year. <laughs> every month? Okay, every six months. Every five months and a quarter. Basically, it's one of those things that even if you didn't like Go Busters, shame on you, but give this a chance because the laughs that you will receive from watching a film of this caliber is, is well worth anything. The the thought was in my head. It just didn't turn out where it's good. Um, and I just like the fact that it was like a returns movie that was just pure fun and like it didn't try to pick up anywhere because you know Ghostbusters kind of ended so nicely, and so it didn't try to make a second season. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was just kind of on its own, and it really didn't have to uh, continue anything. It was so much fun. I loved it. I didn't want it to end. I wanted more. I want more GoBusters. As much as I love Kuryuger, I was like, I want more GoBusters now. I don't want more of anything. Everything's done. Double was good. GoBusters was good. No more second seasons. No one come back. It didn't work. <laughs> that was something to say during Keep Ranger. I think that's something to take away from season two about Keep Ranger. When you say you want a season two, go back and think for a minute. <laughs> just go rewatch the first season. Do that. Uh, I just missed them so much. No one can be as successful as Happy Days that was like a spin-off of a spin-off of a spin-off of a spin-off or whatever. The shit was redonkulous. My mind exploded. I don't want to let go of Ghostbusters. It was so good. I can't believe Family Matters was in there. It's like Dragonite. Just so good. <laughs> Lunsford, so famous. Peace. Okay. Peace. Oh. <laughs> we got into that quickly. Um, okay, so this week we're going to be covering both episodes, I believe 13 and 14. Um, yeah. And. <laughs> Wait, there's 13 and then. Okay, yeah, 13 and 14. Well, we have so many shows that we watch a week now. Uh, which I guess is less now that Akaba Ranger is over, but I, I get screwed up with all of the numbers. They're um, all the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, to start with episode 13, uh, I, I, I don't know what you thought about it, but this is probably my favorite episode of the season thus 13 far. 13 was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That was the one that made me go, if you don't like the new girl, piss on a rock. That was episode 13. 
Like, 13 was fantastic. Like, the entire beginning was just basically him playing Let's Go Kill the Horrors. Yeah. Um, the beginning really pointed out uh, something I, I was mentioning the last time we were talking about this, because they set up that whole plan to sort of trick Rivera mm-hmm. into, into uh, you know, quote-unquote killing Ryuga and revealing her true self and stuff like that. Um, and they're doing something similar while they're hunting all of the horrors. They're using this sort of like guerrilla warfare style tactics to sort of trick all of the horrors uh, away from uh, the the crowds and stuff like that. And just essentially, they're they're carrying out assassination missions, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> With the aid of their little New Year's clacker, a little spinny thing. <laughs> Yeah, their their new little uh, horror detector is a spinning face thing. Um, it's kind of creepy. So a, a lot of this episode mostly faced on uh, faced what <laughs> focused on uh, Agri and oh, yeah. just him sort of uh, I guess coming to terms with uh, I just. The way they do things, I guess. Um, <laughs> which this whole episode, uh, the reason I ended up liking it so much because I, I kept thinking about it after I, I watched it because I took a little time be- between this and episode fourteen, and the more I thought about it, the more I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because a, a lot of it is kind of a, a big representation for just how different the series is from the previous two. I, I've mentioned a couple of times in our previous episodes how the the old knights uh, from the old series were all about like or, uh, order and honor and the sort of traditional way of doing things. And like I mentioned at the beginning of our discussion now, uh, the new guys... It's more like guerrilla warfare. It's these, I don't know if you'd want to call it underhanded tactics, but more roguish, more assassination mission instead of, you know, this symbol of hope and whatever. And I feel like... They just kind of do whatever they can to kill them. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like Agri is the perfect example for the way the old series was. Mm -hmm. He's... He's still holding on to his uh, traditions, um, trying to be what he thinks a knight is, while faced with Ryuga and um, Takeru and everyone else who are like, you know, no, what we're doing is, is what, you know, what it is. And I think, I think all of it uh, kind of perfectly comes to a head once they... Uh, they break into this factory and uh, they're faced with a choice of either sounding the alarm and warning all of the humans to get out or proceeding stealthily and taking out the horror without notifying the cops. And both of them have a point and both of them are sort of representing the side uh you know, Augury being the side of how um, 
the old Garo or the old Zero uh, would have done things. They would have they would have just gone in by themselves and taken out the horror without anybody really paying too much mind. But Ryuga, who is very empathetic, uh, which we'll see later, which we see later on in the episode. Is like no, we have to. We have to free these guys. We have to give them the chance to survive this encounter. And the thing I found interesting, they both have a point, you know, and they're both just like I said, they're representations of how this just this whole being a knight thing kind of works. Um. So I I think the whole uh. Focusing on Augury was a really good choice, especially in this where we're seeing more of these roguish tactics. And especially towards the end where he is put into that position where, you know, he's he's getting himself beaten up. He no longer has his bow. All of his arrows are all over the place. He's covered in shit, kind of literally. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure what that was, but it just totally reminded me of. Pudding. Yeah, it was, it was brown substance. <laughs> I'm assuming mud, but it was coming out of a pipe. So, um, but he's just, you know, he's filthy. He's stepping all over this badged thing that earlier in earlier in the episode he was keeping so clean because it was his symbol of being a knight, of being part of this order, and he's just he's finally come to terms with the fact that he's got to uh, just do what he has to do to to win basically um and part of that is aided by the scene with all of the souls mm-hmm. they they discover that the the horrors the motto horrors are using glass vials filled with souls in this episode and they're essentially using them as rations i guess but uh they're manufacturing these things and there's a point in the episode where uh they show all of these people um and all of like their their hopes and they they're they're watching them die and they're watching their souls being ripped out and their bodies being burned and you see the the family from a few episodes ago that um the girl who who now has her memory erased was that was her family and you see the little kid and you see them you know like i just said their souls ripped out their bodies burned um and it's a very dramatic scene, and uh, Tiger loses the shit. They all, they all kind of do. Yeah. Um, Ryuga is just bawling his eyes out. Um, like you said, Takaru just kind of loses it at the sight of uh, the family of this person he really cares for, and uh, that's sort of the moment that I guess really shows Agri where he not necessarily is wrong but where the others are coming from that it's kind of a thing where he has to put 
the the honors and traditions that he he previously felt aside in order to to try to save these people. I mean, not the people that are dead, obviously, because they're yeah. they're fucked. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but save the rest of the people in the city from having the same fate. And I like that scene so much because not only is it emotional without being super duper over the top, but um, Agri, you don't see his face too much. And yeah. so he, he tries to calm Takiru down because he starts swinging his scimitar like a crazy prison. And he just, he, he has a, his character in general has a very, like, well-built feel to him because he, he doesn't, he's not as kind of energetic and crazy as Ryuga and Takiru are. And so he's got a composure to him, but then he turns and you like see his face and he's starting to like tear up and shit. And that that's a big thing for a character like him because he was always so serious and dead centered. But now he finally hit that emotional snapping period. And it, it was it was played really well in terms of the scene, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um and you see the sort of the confirmation as he he hits the alarm and uh it's just like okay, we gotta wrap things up quickly. Um it was a very good scene. Um the whole episode in general, I I really enjoyed it. Um like I said, this was probably my favorite of the series thus far. Um uh, I'll, and, I'll agree to that. <laughs> um so Moving on from that one, we get kind of an odder episode in episode 14 where we're faced with this model horror named Hyena. And uh, he's kind of an odd uh, character. A little bit. He, he has a bad case of Forze sound effects, or I guess I should say ultimatum sound effects. <laughs> um uh, which <laughs> every time I started to take this episode seriously, and there are some serious things that sort of get revealed in this episode, his his this bag that he was carrying around would squeak and beep and stuff like that. It was it was so ridiculous, and I I couldn't figure out why they they put those sound effects in there. He was already kind of a, like a, a weirder character. So he, he really didn't need that. But, um, this episode mostly focuses on Hyena, who is claiming to be, uh, Kaneshiro's partner or ex partner and is claiming to be, to have been turned into a motto horror by him and is sort of leading all of them on this wild goose chase with this, this long story about um, this singer who it was saying the, the song that we hear periodically throughout the series that comes out of the statues around the city. Um, 
and there there definitely seems to be some significance to her we we don't really know it yet but we do know that Bri seems to seems to either have some connection to it or know more about it than he's letting on right um but it, it, during then we get sort of the rev- uh, the revelation of uh what's making these motto horrors or what's helping to make these motto horrors which is the the body parts of a very powerful horror named uh Zadam I believe yeah I think so I just keep calling him Zordon <laughs> <laughs> he was uh he was dismembered by the the knights and had his body parts scattered across the world, which kind of confused me because the knights tend to, you know, flat out destroy horrors and not really fall on those kinds of options. But uh, there might be some circumstance to it that we just aren't aware of yet, but... Uh, apparently his body produces these horror seeds that are turning humans into model horrors. Um, and I, I guess his, I, I think they said that was his head mm-hmm. is in Vol City and Kaneshiro is uh, using it to amass this army of model horrors. Um. So we we kind of get a little bit of an explanation behind how they're they're coming about. Um, something and this was just one throwaway line, but it caught my attention. Hyena was mentioning handing over uh, Ryuga to Kaneshiro for his uh, Makai Knight collection. Oh yeah. So it it kind of it kind of makes me curious, um, especially given how the the old man that we saw earlier, his horror form looks like a Makai knight. It makes me wonder if you know Kaneshiro is maybe experimenting on them or doing something with them, but. I'm curious to see where that goes. That's a very interesting point. Maybe. No, I don't know. It wouldn't really be a collection. Never mind. I was like, what if he eats him? <laughs> That'd be weird. But uh, 14 bored me at the beginning. And then when they started diving into certain details and stuff. It became more interesting. Uh, the I think my issue was I watched thirteen, and then like one day later, I watched four. No, I didn't. I watched it the same day. Yeah, the same here. I, I watched them both back to back, oh, and pretty much coming off of how great thirteen was. I think if there was a week period between them, like normal. I wouldn't have minded 14 as much, but coming right after 13, then watching 14, they're just so kind of different. 
and 13 was such a powerful episode that 14 just felt really dull. Yeah, it, like I was mentioning with the sound effects and stuff, it felt, the tone shift kind of felt jarring for it, because at, at one time we're being wacky, and then we're being serious, and then we're back to being wacky. Um, uh, that felt weird kind of coming off of 13, but um, to its credit, it did it did give us a, a number of revelations for the series. So I, I can't completely fault it. Right. Um, I, I, oh, I should mention, uh, apparently Hyena was Kaneshiro's son. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. At the very so end, we learned that. They, they reveal that he's, he's not only experimenting on people, but he's turning his own, family and sons into model horrors uh which is pretty evil <laughs> but come here son I, I got a surprise for you <laughs> i i do have to agree coming off of 13 it, it was kind of a um a, a little more disappointing of an episode I, I can't complete like i said i can't completely fault it um especially since uh, we did watch them in the same day, so uh, there was still some overlay with mm. with thirteen. <laughs> but uh, it was all around kind of a weaker episode than the other. But yeah, still good. I say that a lot. I don't know why I say that. It's stupid. Oh, good times. Yeah, fuck me. What? <laughs> I don't know. A thousand of you alive? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I just muted so I could chew on some peanuts. I know. <laughs> well, not you know me so well. <laughs> I don't like, know you're here, Dawson. I, must be chewing peanuts. <laughs> I didn't know you were eating peanuts. I just figured you were eating. Uh, uh, Alright, so... Moving along from that epic discussion, um, Rambo, Rambo, Rambo time. Yeah. No? Oh, Pokemon, you little shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then Ash fell in a hole. <laughs> yeah. Like, Let's just stay here and have sex. That's what they said. <laughs> um, damn it. Because those. That was Akiba Yellow's them. version. They were, oh god. They just stayed down there and had sex. They didn't do that that much this season. I just realized that from when we talked about it just minutes ago. Yeah, well, they uh, had the one episode that they referenced it. That's true. Um, and, yeah, because you just told me about what happened. I mean, I saw it. I yeah, just... uh, they got to the ruins and they met Professor Oak. Okaper. <laughs> uh, like, seriously, they have. Uh, was it like Stuart Zagnick or whoever? Uh, Brian just made up his name. Don't listen to him. Like, I hate you. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like for all I know, and it's like a crazy name. Uh, it's practically a bad word, Zagnicker. <laughs> just say that. Funny. That's really tosh. Is it racist? Uh, so he used to voice Professor Oak until uh, four kids stopped doing it, and Pokemon started doing it in house. Uh, and so I think Professor Oak's voice actor is now the voice actor that used to play Gary or some weird shit like that. I don't know. I don't remember. Old Professor Oak is now Juniper. But, One. 
So now he came back to voice Cedric Juniper. And so now all I hear is Professor Oak. I wasn't paying attention, and I forgot that he was voicing Cedric. And I'm like, what the fuck? When did Professor Oak get there? And I look, and it's fucking <laughs> old man Juniper. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell's this shit? And so that kind of perturbed me, because it, it's, like, so obvious Professor Oak, too. It's, it's like when Sean Schimmel's on there, and he uses his just like, normal Goku voice, which yeah. is, like, his normal voice. Or when you hear Nathan Drake anywhere. <laughs> so his normal voice. You just expect, um, what's that, what's the robot name? The other, smokescreen, is that right? Yeah. And you just expect him to be like, Sully! <laughs> Uncharted lines! <laughs> I can't think of anything else I, he says. I tend to have that problem with, uh, the woman who played Rika in... Digimon Tamers. Yeah, she, she oh, uses yeah. that voice for a lot. <laughs> Back when I watched um, the Astro Boy series from like 2003, mm-hmm. she plays, she seriously plays a different character in just about every episode. And she does not have that wide a range of voices. <laughs> so it it's really confusing. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Melissa Fon. Old Wikipedia. <laughs> Hunter's a Wiccan. <laughs> Best Wikipedia moment ever. Uh, but yeah, um, like we usually don't have too much to say about the episodes. Like in general, my sort of opinion of just the latest. I episode, forgot to say what happened. I started ranting about fucking. It <laughs> is going to be, and will be. Just it's more entertaining than the average filler. But I'm not that into it. It's so. a shame because I I kind of had high hopes. For the Anarch, and then it ended up kind of being more the same with a kind of overarching story. He's so the story's preachy. not that thrilling. So preachy, too. Like, what is... I think I tweeted about this. He's, like, mad because Juniper wants to study the Lightstone. He's like, how dare you want to use it for whatever, this is bad. And then, like, when they're sitting down there in the cave, he's like, what do you want to do with the Lightstone? And it's like, oh, I want to learn about it. That's just another word for study. But so... <laughs> I don't know why you're mad at Professor Juniper. But I'm studying it for love of Pokemon, and he's studying it for science. <laughs> science is the devil. <laughs> I'm thinking of Waterboy. <laughs> that was basically uh, what I got out of that. But th- that was pretty annoying. Um, and he hasn't... I'm still disappointed in this arc. He hasn't taken Ash up for a creepy Ferris wheel ride. Like oh god, I forgot about that. Like, you just walk in rapes there. your character. <laughs> There's like that creepy music playing in the background. Oh, Pokemon. Oh, Fuck yeah, I see an Animal Crossing tweet. <laughs> what are you... Is this the nightmare for Christmas? That or? was my... I was in Brian's dream town. Oh, okay. I still have, I have to pay that off. I just found that stupid thingy yesterday. Oh, yeah, I need to finish collecting my bugs. Uh, I need to drop off your nuts. Anyway, speaking of nuts, damn ball. Should we move on to that? Or do we have any more Pokemon to say? No, I'm. I'm. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm what? <laughs> I, I'm uh, Shuki. Okay. <laughs> Time for some late night Shuki and Shinobi. <laughs> Let's <be laughs> <conferencing> around here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so damn ball it was about angel fishes i think that's what i got from it no angel pierce or whatever uh, it's called pierce um angel pierce morgan <laughs> um, 
And uh, so they were countering what they thought Rushdust was going to do. They thought they were going to... They thought that Genok was going to, like, uh, set up camp and, like, expand, but instead they decided to travel on a glacier and attack them. And then they have their own power armor now. Genok's basically like, fuck proceeding with world takeover. Let's just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Which works. It's, it's kind of funny because... Well, it's funny, I don't know why I said it that way, but they, every episode they just keep taking more territories. It's like pretty soon there's not going to be anything left. It's like, all right, this that's, mission, we're going to capture this and this and this. That's kind of why I hope... Um, I hope Violet Devil actually wins. <laughs> or at least stops <laughs> them from taking the flag. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, not to be a bitch, but... Genok's like just kicking ass. I I don't understand how Russia still has territory. Russia is basically losing every episode. <laughs> the other it's, people are like, "Well, we're still here. We exist." Especially given how uh, Russius is, I believe, supposed to be bigger, and um, they've showed off a lot more like technologically advanced weaponry. <laughs> they had killer droids. Um. So I I would like to see uh, a win in Russius's um, court, uh, especially have given sixty six platoons. Especially given uh, how um, Hojo was actually kind of berated at the beginning of this episode for handing over the previous battle to Genok. Um. So it, it does feel like they're building up to him kind of either redeeming himself or um, trying, I guess. But um, Don't worry, Meraku, you gave it the old color to try. <laughs> <laughs> the episode itself was kind of entertaining. It, it was a lot of uh, fighting, which... There was those new guys well, that are which, dead now. Yeah, well, they were dead before. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you see their personalities? That's true. <laughs> I thought they were robots. They're like, "Thank you for introducing us to the school." Walks away in unison. <laughs> That's creepy. They have like the same face sculpt too. <laughs> they, they just have like wait, wait, wait. Of face sculpt. I'm just picturing Not people right. like figure. <laughs> like the way their face is drawn. Uh, the, I get the outline you. of their face. It was just the facial structure is what I would have went with. I, I, like, I like face sculpt. I'm just going to use that. Just <laughs> go up to a stranger, man. You got a weird face sculpt. Well, I think it's because I'm used to saying that in reviews. So now I'm just thinking of reviewing people. Like, God, look how ugly it is. His face sculpt is awful. Man, Ben, I got you so wrong. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, I was kind of surprised that they killed them so quickly. They introduced them in this episode and killed them in this episode. I think because of how generic they were, they were kind of there to be expendable to kind of further this little nerd guy story. And I think that it's uh, he has to stay there. And so he, he has to survive by any means necessary. Because like at the end... Well, in the battle and then at the end, it seemed like it was less him being a complete dick out to win and more like he has to stay there. Because like, yeah. he actually seemed kind of like, oh, fuck, these guys are going to die again. Everyone's going to rag on me. The thing I, I've noticed, especially with this episode, they're really demonizing this kid. 
Yeah, everyone hates him. The the thing about it though is he's the he's the leader of his troop. And the the others are essentially doing what soldiers do. They're protecting their head. So and it was their choice to jump in front of the fire. It wasn't like Oh, you two get in front of me, or like, like here, he, I'm going to use you like as he shields. Grabs them and pushed yeah. in front of them. Yeah, and that's what the the uh, um I can't remember his name, but the other guy that got killed a couple episodes ago did the same thing. He was doing that for the benefit of his of the leader of his troop, and the other girl. I don't know why he should be demonized about that one. That was a freak accident. Like they didn't know that the the bandit was going to explode. It was oh yeah, but no, they're treating him like shit because she died too. So because like she died by orders from like the the general chick. Like she's like, go get the thing. I'm like, okay. Boom. Well, well, that was a miss, miss whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was a miss, whatever. You're, you're, whatever. Fired. I'm gonna say something uh, like misfortunate. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like you're the totally other members of that. The other members of the class are like trying to paint him in a bad light because, um, he he's already getting new, you know, new subordinates, and they're they're arguing against this. Which is asinine to me. How dare our you know? army grow? Yeah. Well, this yeah, it, there's four people in each troop. Of course he's going to get new members if they're available to him. And it, it's just ridiculous to argue against, you know, new people for your army. And it's not like... I feel like uh, Troop 1 getting new LBXs was a lot more insulting to the rest of the class than Troop 3 <laughs> replacing the two members that died. When you keep calling them troops, I'm thinking they're going to go sell cookies. <laughs> Sorry. It just, it just seems funny. Uh, now I want some Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> Damn you. But uh, yeah, I, I do hope that they kind of paint this this leader of uh, troop three and in, in a better light because I don't feel he's as much of a dick as he's being uh, as we're being led to believe. Um, of course, Senna's not exactly the smartest person. He he tends to jump to conclusions, which is why I kind of fe- feel it's a little weird that he was the one to come up with the big. You know, this great plan of theirs to hide <laughs> under the icebergs. You couldn't make anybody else do that. Anybody else smarter than Senna? <laughs> um, you just mentioned uh, how it's kind of insulting they got those individual LBXs. I saw Brian brought up earlier on Twitter that, like, how are they going to explain when they get their new ones later? Because you know what's going to happen. You know, Oculus is going to get destroyed. They're going to get Odin. Gonna whisk Odin away, get Elcyon, um, you know, with new people. Um, like they, I don't know. They already got better LBXs than the entire army <laughs> for really no good reason whatsoever. Like, how are they gonna explain? Oh, here's better ones. <laughs> I guess it just depends. Like, 
maybe they could give like the leaders of some of the other platoons an individual kind of better LBX to balance it out, or the narrative could possibly change by then. We could be in a completely different type of storyline that would sort of make sense. I don't know, because you know they're going to have new ones at some point. But that should be interesting to see how they handle that, because it, it really wasn't that big of a deal when they got a new one in in the old series. Although, they all, like the core, like three or four, always had like one that no one else had. Because like everyone else always had like repaints of shit. <laughs> but like theirs were always unique because it was made by his dad. No, quiet. Okay, okay. But yeah, like I, I liked the episode. I found it really enjoyable. But I agree that the the whole thing with that with nerdy guy, Rikia, whatever his name is, I'm just it's too many him. goddamn characters. Just call him Riku. Uh, but like I want to know more because there's some sort of circumstance there because he was on the phone with his dad the one time about the bandits. And we we don't really know what's going on with him, and I want to know. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Like, there's that a reason he needs to be there, and I, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with the bandits. Yeah, because he was on the phone at the very end. Where that's why I was saying it seemed like it's a lot of this, like letting him sacrifice. Even though that's the thing they do, it seemed like a lot of it is that he has to stay there regardless of what happens to anybody else. So I was, something. um, so I was thinking about this because. Uh, again, we see the leader of the bandits, uh, the guy who uses Gruzion, um, and he's obviously a student. So it makes me feel like he's he's part of a country, but kind of undercover as a as a bandit. I when I first saw those two new members come in for I for Jenna, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought, oh, that'd be interesting if they turned them into, like, bandits and had this, like, inside operation going on. But then they died. No, they just died. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not really dead. They're just going to leave the maybe, school. Maybe Make it the, sound like they were killed. Maybe the bandits are all the people who died. They don't actually... They don't <laughs> they're actually, ghosts. They don't actually get expelled. They just become bandits. That would actually be kind of interesting. <laughs> They're like, here, we'll keep teaching you shit because, you know, this is school and you should have been paying for this. But now you're banned. <laughs> Ryan's like all fair about it. <laughs> well, you did pay tuition, so we might as well make you evil bandits. It's the least we could do. That's how most schools work, to be honest. <laughs> funny like i like the idea but i think it's funny how like fairly you approached it like you're worried about yeah, their tuition I mean, those new guys they got there they were in homeroom for a day and then they died like can you imagine like oh i get to go to this prime lbx school and all this shit and you're there for a day like what kind of shit is that i think i think that honestly be kind of funny in a normal high school oh i know we're kicking you out but here, we'll let you back in as long as you fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Just mess with people, you know, whatever. Get people expelled. It'll be fun. There's no more bandits. Eventually, like, the entire second world is just populated by bandits. Bandito. That's what they call them. Makes them sound very ethnic. Senor <laughs> <laughs> Bandito. <laughs> Speaking of Bandito, I think I'm going to build him once I'm done collecting bugs. <laughs> Brian's life. <laughs> it's funny if you don't know you're talking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> like, 
I don't know how they couldn't by now. That's true. But it's still funny if you don't know. Okay? Um, so, uh, what's next? I did not watch Sam and Cat if it was on, so... It wasn't on. Despite Oh, okay, good. Despite my earlier joke about us being in the middle of it, <laughs> there is no Sam and Cat. Uh, oh, Transformers, Brian, did you watch it? Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, the, the past two episodes were actually pretty good. And I'm just like pleasantly surprised that we're not getting episode after episode now of collecting because that's what it seemed was going to happen. Yeah, that's what it seemed like was going to happen. And it only actually lasted like two episodes. Yeah, so... But this season's so short, I guess they didn't really have too much time to... Yeah, because we only have like four episodes left or something like that. So I don't really foresee any other type of those filler episodes... Or those type of filler episodes in this last stretch. Um, yeah, we're, we're in the home stretch now. But yeah, a lot Ratchet of got kidnapped. Yeah, poor Ratchet. Um, but <laughs> that's what he gets for always being at the base. Um, I'm safe but, here. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, almost so that's what they get for messing with Sound Out. Then I remember his name, Soundwave. Um, is that the first time he spoke in the show? Yeah. Yeah. G one. Yeah, that's G one voice rather. But um. I was like, I swear to God, he hasn't spoke. Because I didn't watch season two, and I don't remember hearing about him speaking. No, that's why so. I made a big deal. I was like, oh my God, he's going to speak. Pat, Pat, Pat. Frank Welker as his voice. Okay. Well, I uh, thought that was difficult. Frank Welker plays Megatron, so. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, just like a lot of kind of neat things happen in the two episodes. They kind of blend together because I watched them back to back. I don't but, even uh, remember what happened in the episode before that. Ultra Magnus got his Oh, hands. yeah, the big fight between Predaking and everyone. Yeah, and I, I, we were talking about it, how claw. it seemed funny because, you know, Predaking was, like, beating the shit out of everyone as a dragon, and he gets a robot form, and then everyone's beating the shit out of him. I'm like, well, this seems stupid, and then he just, like, throws a rock on them, crushes Ultra Magnus's hand. It's like, despite the fact that he had the, like, complete shit pulverized out of him, he just gets up and beats the shit <laughs> out of them. Um, but that was cool just to see him get his robot form and whatnot, and I like his uh, voice. And I'm interested to see how his story progresses. Like, if he's really... Like, because right now it seems like he's trying to work with Megatron, but I'm I'm so suspicious of him. Like, I feel like the finale was just going to be him trying to take over shit and somehow Optimus and Megatron are going to have to unite to take him down or something. Like, I think it's just because I've seen so many cliche things. Probably. But uh, it just seems like that's what's going to happen. But, uh, like, the whole little sort of story with Ultra Magnus and Wheeljack going off kind of I don't want to say redeem seems like a strong word like he was awful but it kind of made me like Ultra Magnus more just because he's kind of a dick this whole time right he's like oh you're not following procedures like bitch this is Earth <laughs> Optimus basically pull him aside and says yeah this shit don't fly here <laughs> I'm just picturing him saying that <laughs> like, Ultra Magnus is like well okay being a dick I don't have time I to stole your previous shit. all modes so um so and now he's got a tiny claw. Um remi- oh, I guess no one's seen scary movie too, but it reminds me of that guy's hand. Um and then they blew up all of the, the Predacon yeah. clones and Shockwave almost died because I think didn't Starscream try to set him up again? Starscream's a little dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love Prime Starscream. <laughs> he he's basically a fantastic version of what Starscream's always been outside uh-huh. of the Unicron trilogy. And I, I just, I really like the way that he's portrayed in Prime. It's really good. A little dick. Basically. <laughs> like a little scheming little fuckface. 
I don't know why, but I just pictured a, a Wikipedia entry that says Starscream, scre- scheming little fuck face, like, <laughs> under their, like, their, like, ranks. I love that part in the newest episode where uh, Soundwave took what Prime said and remixed it, and Prime got really pissed, and all you get on Soundwave's face is this little emoticon. <laughs> uh, like, that is, that's adorable. I want a little sticker to put over my Soundwave figure's face that's just a little emoticon on it. Come with alternate stickers for emoticons. It'd be hilarious. Um, but yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the last two episodes, and I'm actually kind of looking forward to to seeing the rest. Yeah, for for all the shit it was during Season 2 and kind of the... Not the middle part of Season... of Season 3? Early middle, I guess? Yeah. Uh, it definitely picked up the pace, and it's really enjoyable again. It seems so strange, because it started off so strong, and then it went to shit for like four episodes, or three, or whatever it was, and now it's kind of back. I guess they just had to like fill their normal season like tropes. <laughs> like, oh, we need them to find shit. Okay. Let's have them find bones. <laughs> That's what Beast Hunters are, they're just bone collectors. That'd um, be fun. Is there anything else on? I have no idea if we're getting anything between the end of Prime and the fourth movie. I doubt it. Probably just Prime reruns. Yeah. Since I know the toy line isn't ending yet. Because they're starting... They're upscaling Cyberverse figures as deluxe figures. (laughs) That's what they're doing now. So that'll, that'll be awful. At least that'll be a nice long stretch where I don't really have to worry about Prime Toys. Yeah, because I don't think they'll, they'll do much there. And then then we'll have movie figures again and see how those sell. We st- still never got everybody from Dark of the Moon. Here, at least. Which is really annoying, because there was such an overload of Dark of the Moon toys, and they didn't sell. Oh yeah, and Soundwave and shit never came out over here. Yeah, and we never got uh, the third Wrecker, I think. And um, we never got, I think, Human Alliance. I never think we ever got all three records in any form. Um, there was a bunch of people we didn't get. We didn't get, uh, uh, was it Wheeljack? No, it was the, yeah, the Wheeljack. Yeah, yeah. He, he was called Q in the movie, but yeah, he, was so, he was supposed to be Wheeljack. But we didn't get him, and it's just annoying to have the incomplete display. Um, particularly because that line was so overstocked and like whenever I'd see the overstock it was all like the rehashed figures from the first couple movies mm-hmm. and like it annoyed me because those slots could have been filled by the new characters that I actually wanted to buy um, and I wanted the sound did Soundwave did uh, Human Alliance Soundwave come with a little McDreamy figure <laughs> I forgot that he was in that movie until just this moment <laughs> I think so <laughs> I want a McDreamy action figure <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I could do so many bits with it. <laughs> Damn it, now I'm really upset. <laughs> and to show scale, here he is next to me. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like if that, they had that, I want to track that down now just to do that in a review. It'd be hilarious. Like, here's Garo, my review. Here's McDreamy. <laughs> Look at his luscious hair. Meanwhile, it's this little tiny ass human alliance figure. That's yeah, awful. they're so weird looking. Their faces are all like just a surprised emoticon face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's yeah, like Bandai, else on. Bandai. Fuck, 
Hasbro keeps saying that they want to take the deluxes to a simpler style, which I thought they were already doing decently well with the Prime toys. But apparently they want to make it so basic to where they're upscale Cyberverse figures. <sighs> I, I hope the movie toys are a kind of a nice mix between basic and not basic. Basic and normal. Just kind of normal. Kind of like what we have now with Prime, except maybe even a little bit more basic. Because some of the Prime deluxes can get kind of finicky. But uh, like I don't mind basic in deluxe Transformers or any Transformers for that matter. Because the quicker they are to transform, to me, the more fun they are. Because I can literally just sit here and keep transforming them. Yeah, I like this too. I uh, like it when it's like really easy to transform, but it also kind of got some like clever ways of transforming it. Yeah, yeah like uh, Prime Wheeljack is a nice example of something that's fairly easy to do, but it has a very nice method of like leg transformation. So I'm re- I want something like that, except. Just a smidge easier on some panels and stuff because it's kind of hard to get them to line up properly. But uh, that's why I like Cyberverse so much is because they're all very very simple. So I can yeah. literally like put them in my pocket when I'm bored, just have something to transform. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't mind something a little bit more difficult than that and more of an upscale. But to literally just upscale the Cyberverse figures is really stupid. Well, maybe it'll just not work out and they'll change it up for when the movie. Toys come um, out because we have quite a while now, so we'll have to see. There's over a year still, right? Yeah, because it's next summer. It's, it's practically a year. I don't know if, when it's going to release for June or July, so it's pretty much just a year. And the toys will probably pop out a couple months before. I'm just still upset I don't get a McDreamy figure. <laughs> At least maybe if they have Human Alliance, so I can get old Mark Wahlberg figure and I can <laughs> act out when he would have saved us from 9 11 if he would have been on the plane. I think that was him that said that. I don't even remember who else is in the movie. I think that one... Isn't that one chick who played... She played Sokka's girlfriend in the live-action movie, and she also plays Lourdes in Falling Skies. I think she's in it. Wasn't she, uh... She was Katara, wasn't she? Was she? Or was she the Moon Princess bitch? Was the Moon Princess bitch even in it? I don't know. Moon Princess bitch was in it, but... I like... Whoever it is, I think it's the same girl who's in Falling Skies. Speaking of that, did you watch any more of that? Um, I'm on part two of that... Episode you're on? Okay. <laughs> like, that'd be funny if it was season two and you just put part two. Well, part two. Um, is she, is she's in there. Yeah. Lourdes, the little assistant doctor girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's in there. Oh, that's really familiar. Stupid I think, bitch. I think, she's, <laughs> I think she's in the movie. I don't know who else is in the movie. Oh, I was just going to get excited to tell you about Mahone. I realized I told you that yesterday. Yeah. The Mahone's going to be Shredder. That's going to be kind of funny. <laughs> Mahone. Speaking of TMT, I think that comes back July twentieth. I think next week. Yep. Yeah, it has to be July twentieth. July twentieth. It's been a long, long time. God, Nick clearly wants to kill the show. Yeah. It's nowhere near the hiatus of Megaforce, but. Um. I think that whole hiatus thing doesn't really bother me just because I really don't care about seeing the next episode. Basically. It's not like they took off a show that I'm really eager to see. Even like TMNT, it's like I, I kind of miss watching it, but I kind of hardly miss Megaforce. Um, I don't really miss anything. <laughs> that sounds really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you're clinically depressed. <laughs> Can you at least continue going on for the rest of the show? I'll try. <laughs> I don't miss anything. 
Just have to finish the show and then hop in the TARDIS to finish the middle of the show. Yeah. That has to happen. I don't even remember what you said dramatically earlier. That was... Damn it. It was, in the, the, it was earlier in this timeline, but not in the actual timeline of life. You said something really dramatic at the beginning. Damn it! Anyway, the 90s aren't all that. I'll be back next week, because I think this podcast has plenty between GoBusters and Aki Ranger and stuff we just talked about. Thank you. Because now it's time for... Uh, the tweeter, tweeter <laughs> questions of the week. Uh, yeah. Oh, right, we still have Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you see, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like, it reminds me of, of me every week when we have to do Facebook. I'm like, oh shit, we still do that? Okay, so our first uh, question is from Nikozu. says, uh, what is your guy's favorite Dan Schneider show? Silence. <laughs> this is where someone answers. It's a tough one, actually. Um, <laughs> it's just silence. It, well, it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I I really don't know. Um, because I I really dig what iCarly did, but. There's actually quite a bit about uh, Victorious that I kind of grew to love. Yeah. Um, and it is especially, I guess it it more so ha- has a, a place uh, near the top just because it didn't really get um, as much of a chance as I, I think it, it needed. Yeah. Um, but I guess, to be fair, it did get kind of the maximum amount of episodes Nickelodeon tends to give but would have been nice to get a finale though I, of course there's there is so much of Drake and Josh that I just love <laughs> but at the same time uh, it, it's kind of weird going back and watching like Jerry Trainer in that episode in those shows like crazy but, steve yeah you have the I, map so don't ask to, me i'm so used to the characters that they become or layer portray i guess but even megan yeah um it's kind of it's kind of hard to pick i'd probably have to sell on victorious it, it's just so bizarre yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have to, to go with that too just because I like that the cast was so big. You got so many different types of humor. Um, you got like Cat's stupidness, Robbie being mental, um, and Jade just being a terrible person, which I loved. Um, like they just like slammed the door in the face of a lost little girl because she thought it was part of a prank. <laughs> that might have been Tor. I don't know, but there was a lot of just funny characters. Psychowitz. The time they all had to play characters at Psychowitz's house. <laughs> I'm a pregnant marathon runner. <laughs> Andre's grandma was like the best. Who did that to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know you. Andre's <laughs> grandma. Uh. The, the only time, aside from the earlier episodes, which kind of didn't quite nail down what victorious would become 
Um, the only things that really got to me sometimes were Rex's parts, just because it, it, it Robbie was like a weird enough character on his own that I didn't feel he really needed the the dummy. Yeah, but Rex was still kind of a fun character. Um, I just didn't like him as much as I liked Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I love the episode when they had to go to his grandma's house and he got tired of answering her questions, so he just opened up a Word document and put internet canceled. And he goes, oh no, they canceled the internet! (laughs) (laughs) Reminds me of Creed Thoughts. Uh. Brian, are you going to answer? Are you still contemplating life? I don't know. I think I'm just going to go with Drake and Josh. Okay. I don't feel like giving a reason. That is not my job. Um, it's not a question, but Power Geek said, I learned how to be a Rebel Toku fan from the RR podcast. Yes, on, fight, bro. Fight the power. <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> oh, that was so clever. Sexical. <laughs> um, so, Vice Daniel asked me a really weird question about favorite moments from Babar. <laughs> Do you even know what Babar is? Are you a Babar hipster? I think you are. But anyway, I don't remember shit about Babar. <laughs> other than the fact that he's a fucking elephant in a crown, a green suit, and loafers. That's all I remember from Babar, and getting the toys from Arby's. <laughs> that is probably the only memory I have of Babar, is eating at the Arby's, which was in the mall, is the one that we always went to. And getting a bunch of Babar toys. That was the only thing I remember about Babar. That's all I really care to remember about Babar. Now I want an Arby's, thanks. <laughs> they got rid of the fucking Hawaiian roll one. That shit was good. I never got to try that. It was good. My life is ruined. <laughs> fucking got rid of it. I'm like, damn it, that shit was good. I had them put the like the liquid cheese from the beef and cheddars on it. Fucking delicious. <laughs> and then just give you a bag of liquid cheese on the side. <laughs> I kept meaning to go there and try that. God damn it. They get rid of everything. Cheesy tots. Like I felt sad. I was like, oh man, this is really good. And I, I have to go back to the, the bacon and cheese Angus one. Which I think is just a normal roast beef. I don't think it's any Does special. either of your universes still serve the home style fries? No. Oh, okay. I was just curious about that. Because I remember uh, I, before I went to Arby's one time, I went to go look on their menu to see if there's anything special I wanted to order. And they had them on the website so i guess some universes still have them i like how i call other states universes <laughs> but they got rid of them a while back here i mean i don't care i like curly fries but... i prefer the curly fries but i like the home style ones occasionally i love curly fries curly fries are like the shit my my uh my school used to have those in their cafe and then oh, the no. next like the next oh, year God. they um we're talking about curly fries what about curly fries? Like, hold on, curly oh, yeah. fries. Kevin shows up as we're talking about Arby's. I feel this is fitting. I love Arby's. Can... Anyway, continue about Cafe Aerosol. Oh. <laughs> no, the school cafe had them, like, the first year of college. Um, and then the next year they got rid of them, and I was always really upset. Because <laughs> they were fantastic. Did you know that Pizza Hut actually started selling them? Really? I have no idea. I ordered them the other like the other day. Are they good? They were okay. 
I remember Kevin like freaking out over the breadsticks at Pizza Hut. Like it was the first <laughs> time he'd seen them. I think he just like swallowed them all whole. Is he even here still? You were just <laughs> oh, here. He died already. God damn it. <laughs> that was the earliest death on record. Time of death, 112. Uh, so uh, Adam Wentz says, Hey guys, my question this week is, when you were younger, were there any songs that you'd listen to but got the lyrics wrong? For example, when I, I was younger, every time I heard the Boy Meets World theme from the later seasons, I always thought the singer sang Salami instead of st- Stand By Me. Thanks for responding. P.S. Aerosol. Are you trying to take over the podcast to become the top host? <laughs> what gives you that idea? <laughs> All the dictator I was going to say probably the dictator outfit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boy meets world. Salami. <laughs> Sorry. I just heard that in my head. That's great. Um, A ton. I can't yeah. really pinpoint any off the top of my head, but pretty much was, every song. I was just going to say that. like, yeah, There's a bunch, but I can't remember any specific ones that I did. But uh, I do remember one that... It was actually not too long ago. My friend messed up. He, all his life, he thought the lyrics for the theme for Pokemon... Uh, the second theme song they used for Orange Islands. <laughs> uh, they had a prefix. It was because it's, uh, do you have the skills to be number one? And he said, he thought the line was, do you have the skills to be go, go, go? <laughs> and it's funny because I heard him singing it really loudly from the bathroom when he was peeing. And I said, dude, you totally got that line wrong. And I showed it to him uh, on YouTube. And he's like, <laughs> and he just goes, nope. <laughs> and walks away. Let me in. Wait. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure I still get the words to some songs wrong, but yeah, none really, none really come to mind. Uh, um, but yeah, there's probably plenty, especially knowing me. I mean, I'm pretty stupid, so I don't know any of the words to the Japanese songs. So what does that tell you? <laughs> Try now. Like I was, I've had the Full House theme song stuck in my head for a while for some reason. And, uh, I, I don't know the words to it, <laughs> so I just kind of make up my own words. <laughs> I think there was a, a discrepancy over like the Pepper Ann theme song. I was singing it wrong. No. Oh, well, there was one weekend we were just singing the Pepper Ann theme song, and we were eating a Chick-fil-A, and he just started playing the Pepper Ann theme song on his phone really loud because we were like finally settling it. Uh, Chris said one of his was Digimon, Digital Monsters, Digimon Garlic Champion. (laughs) (laughs) Garlic Champion. No one eats garlic better. Nobody. Nobody. You have the skills to be go, go, go. Going ghost. Did you update her? No, I just kept trying. So Arby's. I'm not even thinking, did anyone hear my Arby's (laughs) thought? No. You were like, I love Arby's. Arby's. Awesome! I get like the chicken and buffalo sauce, curly fries, mozzarella sticks, and then the next thing I see is web exclusive bleed king form because that's a thing now. We're we're gonna make exclusives out of ultimate forms because I mean, screw us. I can't wait for common under bleed. (laughs) (laughs) I I caught that too. (laughs) A Totally chenix that. I don't Uh, know what that means. Uh, Kevin, we're currently talking about songs that we didn't know the words to as kids, 
or like got the words wrong as. Oh, I'm not most, sure that pertains to you most, since you know the words to like every song ever. <laughs> well, most of them. Do pepper in. No. I, I was uh, I, I was I was terrible with lyrics as a child. But I listened to things more, and now I know them. So it's like good. an inspirational story. He was terrible as a kid, and then he did a training montage where he just <laughs> listened to everything and learned them. You could make a movie out of that. It could be like a Disney <laughs> Channel original movie. This is this is adorable. Next, your mama likes it like that. So wait, Brian, what happened with with, with black? They sold out, like, instantaneously. Did you get one? I did. Oh, well, you're a whore. <laughs> I just want to point that out to you. They're all gone after I bought mine. Oh, did Dawson get one? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you're a terrible person. Boonpocky revenge, bitch! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Well. Eric didn't get one because he didn't care. <laughs> I do care. Oh, well, I didn't know. What, that I didn't get a... Boom Pocky, I care. No, about Black. Oh, no, I, I don't give a shit. Right. Okay, there we go. Care about black. I thought we were still talking about Boom Pocky. I'm like, yes, I care. I want another dinosaur. <laughs> I need a new cast member. So, All right, uh, you the one that hates the Blacks, though? No comment. <laughs> Charles Chong says, which Ooh. should I buy first, the Legacy Megazord or the Legacy Morpher? I go for the Morpher. Neither. <laughs> they both say MMPR on it. Shouldn't so. happen. No, uh, the Morpher because it's new mold. Legacy Megazord is basically the same thing. If you have the 2010 toy already, it's just diecast and prettier. I like how like the best way to describe it is it's worth it, but it's not. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> it's, it baffled me. I'm just sitting there holding, going, "This is really worth it because it's the best representation of this guy ever, and the diecast is really cool, and there's lots of paint and shiny stickers." But it's not new. <laughs> yeah. I'm sexy. Yep. But, uh... <laughs> so, Edgar Quack, who changed his Twitter handle to Hail Aerosol. <laughs> oh, well, I was No wonder that people think cool. he's trying to take over. <laughs> Hold on, I don't... Have I seen this? No, I feel like I might have seen this. His, uh, his picture is a picture of him in, like, a Nazi outfit that says... Good lord. Oh my god. You need to go see this. <laughs> Guys, is Edward, I'm not a Nazi. Is, is, I'm more like Stalin, okay? <laughs> I, I know that's probably worse, but yeah. Well, no, wait, is the going quack, more like Russian Cuban dictator? Is not, the, quack, is no, the quack, quack gentleman the one in the Nazi outfit or aerosol? No, the one in the picture is is Edgar. Okay, so he's the one in the Nazi outfit, so he's one of Dawson's people. <laughs> I panicked and made a Hitler joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, his question was... Uh, in That's address- fantastic, by the way. <laughs> a <laughs> Hitler joke? No, the fact that he changed his name to Hail Aerosol. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder these rumors are spreading. Uh, he said, I hope you enjoy the tear from the dream address, Aerosol. And <laughs> then he said, who would be... Continuing on from like the last like month of question... Uh, who would be your cyborg villain? And he said, Kevin, choose your power because you were never here. Yeah, your mom will be. You bitch. get a cyborg power. I get a cyborg mine power? I must have a refrigerator in my stomach. I think mine was eyes or something stupid. I don't remember what mine was. Oh, to watch TV or something like that. Mine's. Oh, I know, I got a good one. Extendable penis that's removable and I can use it as a weapon, like a staff or something. And it has electroshock. <laughs> 
deaths. God. And spikes. <laughs> this seems dangerous. I just have to question, would you still be able to feel anything? <laughs> yeah, because I'm me and I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm but <laughs> you're electrocuting your own dick. <laughs> Electroshock bitch. Vote of the day. <laughs> Only on uh... That's not who I wanted to send this to. Sorry, Brian. That one's supposed to go to you. <laughs> I forgot you had your text message thing open. That was not supposed to go to you. I mean, I guess is this a picture can. of his. Is this a picture of his dick? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's going to Dawson. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. That wasn't supposed to go to you. Dawson, did you get it? <laughs> um, well, to answer the question, I don't want to face Kevin. Um, just the horror of having to face that. Well. Why are you offended? I don't want to fight your dick. <laughs> uh, that's what the ladies say too, but then they just give in. They know there's no fighting it. My villain would be. No one. Kaido Jin? Yes. I know who Dawson's villain would be. It's a certain person who may not have assassinated a president. Oh, yeah! <laughs> It'll be Robo Wilkes Booth, the third. He's <laughs> uh, the power to be annoying. It's really annoying. <laughs> yep. uh, Brian is out there smiling. <laughs> Next year it'll be the same situation, but with the afro and triangle sunglasses. Uh, Triangles fit into all shapes. That's not. Um. <laughs> Next. Okay. Uh, Kevin Phantom Thong. Says, uh, hey guys, and uh, hey. Kevin. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> in about 12 hours, I'll be getting on a plane. My quick and simple question is What was your worst flying or traveling experiences? And what was your best? Maybe Lunsford? <laughs> and if you have any, what are some tips for flying? Fortunately, I don't have to meet up with a potential rapist named Asclon2005 at Turnable <laughs> A baggage claim. Right. That was still like one of my favorite moments. I was <laughs> just yeah. watching Dawson hold up a sign that said "Ask Clown 2005" as several people walked by. I know, like I was just wondering, what are these people thinking? And like I couldn't see because of my sunglasses, so I just kept saying really loudly, "Is it him? Is it him?" <laughs> and and then the funny thing about it is also I didn't see it until we got Kevin's video, but Brian was like hopping up and down behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Cat was just sitting there being too cool for everyone. <laughs> Good times. Um, tips for for on the airplane: don't say the word bomb or bong. Uh, or or have that chick that about. Kevin had on his plane. Yeah, when we're landing, she's like, we're all gonna die. No, that's not what you do here. Uh, don't go on Oceanic Flight Eight Fifteen. If you see anybody from the cast of Lost, change flights. Or Ajira Airways Flight Three One Seven. That one also goes to the island. Um. As far as bad experiences, there was that one time someone walked in on me when I was peeing. It was on a really ghetto plane, and I I hate using the bathroom anywhere, but I really had to go. So I go in there and close the door, and I was peeing, and someone just starts opening it, and I just turn around and go, hey. <laughs> and then they walk in, and they're like, oh, sorry. I'm like, you didn't hear me say hey? It's like, god damn it, because the lock was broken. So that was probably the worst. Um, 
I guess the best was just like giggling for two hours straight with Brian <laughs> about the Lunsford guy. I think we were like the loudest people on the plane. Yeah, everyone hated us. It's <laughs> hilarious. We just kept taking pictures of Lunsford, pictures of cats sleeping. Cat kept hitting us. Yeah, I, I think I only had the one flying experience. Uh, it was fairly good, I guess. One of my uh-huh. favorites was when we were flying to uh, Minnesota, I think. Um, See how it is, Brandon? It, it was my aunt's first time flying. And so we're, we're flying in, and it was, it was nighttime, I think. So, like, a bunch of people were sleeping. And the... <laughs> Was it on the way there? It was daytime. I don't remember. That point doesn't really matter. But the landing gears dropped, and she had no idea what it was, and she was drunk off her ass. And all you hear is a really loud, Please. "Oh no, shit!" On Facebook. Oh, <laughs> this is big, big loud. Oh shit! Just rings throughout <laughs> the plane. And we're dying laughing, and she's freaking the hell out. So that was really funny. She became known as the oh shit girl as we were getting off the plane. <laughs> well, there's the oh shit girl. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I did have, this isn't a flying experience, but I did have a bad travel experience I like to share. Uh, and I, I like to do it just because I want to complain about this person. So I was, um, uh, this was back when I was in high school. I was on the quiz bowl team and we were driving somewhere and I got stuck, unfortunately, in a car with the annoying kid who's like two years younger than me and uh he was still two years younger than me and he was uh just really he's really obnoxious like like more obnoxious than i am like i'm a i know i'm obnoxious like this kid's like 800 times worse than i am if not more than that um he's sitting and this is back in the days of the game boy advances before ds so he's sitting there we got those fly boys up there. <laughs> Sorry. He's like, now, I want you to understand the child bobbles his head constantly. Like, it's uncontrollable, but we call him bobblehead anyway because it's funny. And he, he, so he's like, come on, come on Kevin, I'll play a game. Let's, let's play a game. I'm like, no, I don't play a game with you. You just stay to yourself. He's like, no, I'll play a game. I'll play a game. So I'm fine. So start playing Mario Kart, uh, Super Circuit. Why start wick whooping his ass? Bad. And, like, every time. And this kid, every time, he's sitting there, and he just, like, shuts the game off. Like, every time it's, like, I'm about to win, he just turns his machine off. So that the connection gets lost, because it's, you know, a freaking, like, link cable. And he just turns off, like, oh... I'm like, no, I watched you turn it off. It's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, dude, I just watched you flip the switch. <laughs> Your <laughs> and, screen's uh, off. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what happened. I'm like, dude, you just turned it off because it's going to beat you again. And he got all mad and went in to like, let him win. I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> and then, of course, then later on, I convinced him that John Stewart, the Green Lantern, was the same guy who hosts The Daily Show. <laughs> uh, and that was just fun for me because... Cause I mean, I sold it and everything. Like I was real convincing about it. I was he believed every word I said because he was stupid. <laughs> we also convinced him. We had this running gag about my friend, uh, about my friend just having like a massive, massive uh, man parts, and uh, 
it has to do with a joke one of our teachers had said. Well, he wanted definitely to be on this like inside joke, and so we just made up an entire backstory, just something completely different. And he totally just went with it and started like drawing pictures and everything. And we were like, we're laughing because he's writing all kind of things that actually refer to my friend's junk. And he's like, look, I'm drawing it. We're like, yeah, you, you're dumb, you fucking retard. <laughs> and like, he wanted to be in like so bad, like like to be like in with like everyone. I think he actually sat there like trying to see if he could suck his own dick in the middle of practice one day. <laughs> Like with his pants on, I don't know what the hell he was going to do. <laughs> Even if you got there, <laughs> we got there. I don't know what is wrong with him. Uh, like, it, this kid was so obnoxious. I had many bad experiences traveling with, with with people because of him. Oh God! Oh, it's so many. And, he, and he's just as bad now. He's just as bad now as he was then. And he's like twenty three now, or twenty something, twenty four. He's he's terrible now, and he's a brony. I should point that out. I was because somebody uh takes he now takes karate with us. Not not this kid who he, he the kid works with him. Um, but he was telling me about. It. He's like, yeah, this chick was totally into him, and they like gave him a list of, like four things like don't do this, right? Because this chick is totally into you. He like don't do any of this. He did he didn't just do all four of them. He did all four of them in the same day. Uh. Like it, one of them was talk about how he likes My Little Pony. Uh, I forgot. I forgot what the other ones were. Uh, oh, one was talking about like his pet ex girlfriend. He did that. Apparently, did that a lot too, and did something else. Like this kid was just obnoxious. People don't like him. They want to kill him at best. He works at Best Buy. They want to kill him at Best Buy. Like anyway, that, that's fun. I hate people. <laughs> To summarize, I hate people. To summarize, I hate people. Uh, most of the people named Dusham. I don't know. They're terrible human beings, people named Dusham. Anything else? No, I just wanted to throw that in there because I can. Oh, man, look at that. It's coming right or black. <laughs> so, Dawson's worst enemy asks, <laughs> if you could add one segment to the podcast, what would that section be? Uh, spotlight on famous presidential assassins. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say it, but I'm probably going to get the shit for it. I told him we were the same person. He saw that. <laughs> um, like, I am Dawson Ryder. I had one segment. I think we have plenty of segments. We have too many segments. Yeah. Um... If I had to, like, make a new segment, probably something video game related. That's yeah, that, that's, that, that could be a thing. About frequently, but. A about segment where we just reference The Office for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> just talk about it. <laughs> but then that's just, like, sprinkled throughout the show. So. Video games were supposed to be a part of Ramble Time, but then Ramble Time shifted into the shit we watch over the course of the week in a significant <laughs> order. Hey. We're not going to go in order anymore. still incorporate video games. If you would play The Last of Us, we could have our discussions in there, Brian. Well, i got things to do. Okay. I've got bugs to catch and you promised to cross. You said PS3 games are easy for me to finish. I'll finish it. Calm the fuck down. I'm not not calm. (laughs) I'm calm! I am calm. (laughs) Um... Honestly, the only things that I would be interested in talking about 
wouldn't really fit the podcast. It's um, my penis. I know. I'm sorry. It's talk about his cooking show. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a big topic of discussion these days amongst the the, the clans folk. Troops that sell cookies. I'm not sure why I said clans folk. What was it that you want to talk about? Well, I mean, secret. there's plenty of other stuff that uh, I myself am interested in, but like we've we've mentioned multiple times that it's primarily a tokusatsu podcast. So stuff like you know anime or manga or anything like that really doesn't fit too well. Of course, neither, neither does, does the office. like Sam and Cat, but <laughs> that doesn't stop us. <laughs> that is true. But it, it's mostly stuff like. You know, I'd be the only one sitting here talking about it, so it's not like a viable option. Yeah, because our ramble time topics are only because more than one person watches it. Yeah, there was that time we talked about Transformers by yourself for a few weeks because I just because <laughs> <laughs> Transformers was awful. <laughs> uh, so Rafi Fernandez. Um, says he was the one with the cyborg questions i don't know where edgar stole it from but (laughs) (laughs) he was a a thief but anyway uh he he says which villager from your village in animal crossing would be your sidekick what cyborg power would you give them and how would they help you fight crime i think because of the question it would be this robo frog (laughs) whose name i don't even know but he's a robot already so uh, he's into something that I can't even remember. He's into working out. I'm like, how does that work? You're a robot. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Either that or the little kitten Katie, because she sent me a picture of her. <laughs> she's 10 years old, so I'm a little bit freaked out. So she's Brian's problem now. I would... Um, I think I would pick Boone, because he is awesome. And his robot power would be like his arms... He would get He's robo arms. arms. Okay. His robot power would be having arms. <laughs> like, dude, well, He's arm. a gorilla, so. Like, well, he, he would just get big, strong robot arms, just beat the shit out of people. That's how you'd help me fight crime. You just beat the shit out of people. Well, Brian just waited in the back. Yep. I would just stand oh. there. I would have food ready for him in my refrigerator stomach. <laughs> so when he'd get done fighting crime for me, I would just this open up turned, my stomach and have and food. For an elaborate scenario, like one of the ones where <laughs> we were the only ones standing between Earth and death. I just I ended up with a lot of dead people. Uh, the only, the only two villagers that I would really pick from would either be Kid, which is the goat in my town, um, and he he's just kind of a cool guy. <laughs> so I don't think he really even needs cyborg enhancements, especially since he he's kind of lazy. Um, he's just he's just a really cool, great-looking best friend. <laughs> Thank you. That sounds like me. <laughs> um, but probably the one I would actually go with is Diva, who I've mentioned multiple times because the game heavily implies that she just steals shit. <laughs> and I love it because it doesn't you would not suspect it by looking at her and she's the only villager so far that I've actively kept from leaving my town um, cool, great looking best friend and I don't know I don't know I would 
give her for like an enhancement something to help her steal shit yeah visibility cloak breasts <laughs> same thing <laughs> containment breasts she just you know shoves stuff in there and that's awesome I'd love to do that Shenix uh, okay. uh, says Shenix uh, haven't done that in a while I feel yeah, so cool I've had a substitute for you I, more. Oh, I know uh, after Andrew doing my June Amiami box I have a discrepancy I got Odin and man that thing is amazing good details and the phoenix looks great except for the bird boobies by going off your guys review the Ryuki figure arts have been great. So with that said, why is it that they're so amazing, yet something like the wizard line is crap to utter shit? You know, there's no sure. actual rhyme or reason to it. We talked about this yesterday. We think that they have different teams working on it. It's like, it's well, and, really weird. Well, But you know what I think, too? I think it also depends, and I, mean, I don't know for sure because I don't work for them, but I, I think it also depends on like their motivation. Like I really think that to a degree with the Ryuki line, they wanted to com- they wanted to compete with Figma. They really did. So they were like, okay, well, let's make sure we get this shit straight, right? Because they had the Dragonite figures, which are the same things. I mean, yeah, okay, well, this is Dragonite, and this is Ryuki, but it's it's the same design, it's the same suit. So I think they wanted to make sure that like their shit was better. But um, I also think that you know for for like. Uh, uh, what are we, we were just talking about? Uh, like Wizard, they, it's the new show, so like they try to rush that shit out because you notice all the new shows ones are terrible, right? Like the first couple O's figures, bad. The first couple of Forze figures, well, not base states, but like Elect and Fire states, not that great. Uh, the first couple of doubles had problems. Because they're rushing to get them out right when the show starts, or as close to the show starting as possible. So they always have problems. But once you get into, like, mid-season upgrade, you know, your your Sogozo or your Chajador or, you know, Magnet States or whatever, suddenly the figures start getting better. You don't have joint problems. Things get to be a little bit more in proportion. Except for Beast. (laughs) Gigantic uh, head. I said for the most part, like it tends, it tends to start getting like their stuff is going to be straight by then, because but because they rush out those first couple to go look here's your figure of like double or O's or whatever so you can have something, but if they probably took like even if it was just another month to just like get it together to make to work out the problems they would probably be better instead of just rushing them into production. And I think that's part of the problem, too. I mean, something like Ryuki, they can take their time to a degree on because, well, it's not new. Ryuki's, you know, 10 years old at this point. Nobody's sitting there going, man, I wish I had figures for scissors. Like, no, you can just take your time on damn scissors and make it as pretty pretty and perfect as you want. (laughs) Like, and that's kind of the problem they have. You know, I guarantee you the first couple of figures for Gaimu are going to be terrible. Why? Because they're going to rush that shit out. For some reason, Sentai doesn't have that problem. Gokai Red? Amazing. Red Buster? Amazing. I wouldn't say Red Buster was amazing. Yeah. He was he's, just, he's, he's really... I love him, he but he's, he's he's not like... He doesn't have the same type problems your riders ones do. I think the issue with riders is that there's so much detail in 
armor involved that they, they get like intimidated and fuck up or something. <laughs> Just panic? They forget to paint Fize's fingernails and stuff. You know, you get things like that. Like Suck it, Fize fans, but then we wouldn't have that joke. If they had pi- painted the fingernails, there'd be an entire timeline without that joke. Oh, I know. It's still not timeline the timeline without the whore joke. Yep. I don't want to live in that timeline. Uh, but I mean, that me saying it was making the joke right there, so. You know. Suck it, Fize fans. Brian, why'd you turn? Um. <laughs> so we can have, have to turn. Joke. Now we have a whore joke. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, see. I lost the questions. Yeah, I lost your mom. Um, told that lady to be quiet at the drive thru. <laughs> or you told her to shut up. Benny Mitchell actually asked the same question that Nikozu did, so like hive mind and shit. Uh, and then finally, we have TDA Winner that says, What are some things that you guys despise with a passion? Oh Lord! Everything. <laughs> um, Star Trek, Pacific Rim, people's needs. No, that was the last one. Keith Justice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Keith Justice is messing with my beloved Glenn. So yes, I don't know why I was sitting my beloved Glenn. I just thought it'd be funny. Probably fingering him right now. Because <laughs> that works. Um, Let's see, uh, I, MMPR and Jew Ranger. G-Ranger. Kids. Kids are the worst. They're like people, but smaller and more annoying. Typing during a podcast. <laughs> Dawson's, Dawson's chewing. I'm not chewing right now. Oh, I just, just in, okay, it's just in general. Sorry, I was freaking out. Um, Dawson's bad jokes about my mics. <laughs> Dawson needing to always be on a safe station. Dawson's weird bathroom rules in a hotel. What did this become? Like, that's not me. Those rules make sense. Dawson in general. <laughs> I see how it is. There we go. <laughs> um, my well, buying well, habits. I despise and love at the same time. It's a love-hate relationship. I know, like... like things people love. <laughs> Pretty much. People that brag on themselves. I hate that. I know I'm awesome. I'm not like that. It's like different. Well, I mean, it's not like it's not annoying at times, but it's a different type of deal. What? Like I was talking about earlier, my, my teacher that brags on himself. Oh. I hate when people do that. Um, Toby. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> How you got murdered every day? <laughs> I hate a lot of. To be honest, I really do hate a lot of things. There's a lot of hate in my life. I don't remember being filled with such hate until I met you people. <laughs> You're welcome. I hate Charles, and he's in Pacific Rim, so I hate Pacific Rim even more now. Like, I really hope it flops, so I can just post that scene where Michael was like, "Nope, you're done." <laughs> I still don't know if I want to go see it. Don't see it, Brian. I won't be your friend for like 45 minutes. Okay. See, if the Togo community didn't latch onto it, I wouldn't hate it so much. I would just be kind of indifferent. And probably still not see it. There's, um... But it's Togo. There's definitely things that I dislike quite a bit. Lazy coconut? But, uh, sure. Um, 
I don't know. I, I I don't know if it's anything, any it, like any specific things, without really getting into um, people. I guess. That draft. I didn't even mean the chick. I meant like an actual coconut that just lazes around all day. I hate this thing. <laughs> Coconuts need to be more active. I know them damn coconuts. What the hell. <laughs> Um, I guess certain attitudes from people, like Dawson said, I, I'm not a big fan of people who brag, um, people who think a, a little too much of themselves. Like confidence is confidence is good; it's really good, but there is a fine line between being confident and being an asshole. Uh, <laughs> well, well, thank you. <laughs> Let's see where that's going. That's fine. We'll do that. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, it it's kind of one of those things where if I get too far into what I dislike about either certain people or certain things, then it starts to it starts to hit like more personal notes. Um, maybe not for me, but for other people. And I don't want to start shit right now. Maybe later. <laughs> And that is it. So now it's time for a live version of Final Thingies! And I have a thingy and it's not Can I beat that in-studio recording? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Final Thingies, worst segment ever. You just sit here and go, oh. It really is. Um, we sit here and just kind of dick around until something funny happens that we can end it on. Like when I take my pants off. That's pretty funny. Stay tuned for more Wizard. Aerosol's a whore. <laughs> He's, that's how he pays for all that fancy <clears throat> stuff. Really. Seen his couch? And I told you I, I took, took that couch. couch. I took that couch from Diva. The same, you know, shifty villager I, I always get my stuff from. And she's like, good riddance. I mean, t- uh, yeah, that, that's a great price. <laughs> she, she still acts like shifty, shifty whenever she's giving you something. I think it's hilarious. Katie, you fucking cunt. Where were you? We could have gone dancing. You should have seen me. I was spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Get over here, you little bitch. Brian, please tell me that's recording. Yes. Thank you. Can you go to another town? Somebody open your town. Brian, I'm going to your town. Are you on? No, I'm on an island. Fuck okay, your island. Can you open the gate from there? Do you have a cell phone? <laughs> Just call up the guy, Porter, and be like, yo, Porter, you get around to all the towns. And this joke's losing around fast. Just chillax with her for a little bit. It'll just sit, wait here at the screen where it says follow me or no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not losing her again. Uh, Bitch, I said YOLO. Yeah. <clears throat> YOLO! Where did my said it. go? Well, they're at the mainland, Brian. That's where I am. They're in the club. <laughs> it's open to club. With your mom. Okay. And Katie. Hello, welcome to our season horror episode nine. Forty. 
Yeah. You know, like 40. But whore. Okay. At least we got that whore joke. There's a timeline where we don't have a whore joke. There's a golden stag. What? Did you say I was going stag? No, I Damn, said... a date. I was going to go stag. I said it was a golden stag. Oh, okay. Anyway. Hello, welcome to our hey, season... Four. Um, which has a golden shoulder plate silver. <laughs> I don't know why we're all laughing. Look, I can grind him. Look, I did it to ourselves too. God damn. Um...